silently We fall out like leaves on autumn trees Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be What's up, boys? How the hell are you? I'm Gong with John. Welcome to the show, guys. Again, welcome back to the show, I should say. Uh, got a belly full of ribs now. I ate a chocolate chip cookie. I've had some Coca-Cola. Let's do a show, boys. How are you? Are you assuming that the Super Bowl show is going to be absolute garbage also as I am? Guys, I think it's probably going to be pretty bad. Obviously, you know, who knows if it's going to be a demonic, you know, sacrifice, so to speak. But Nevertheless, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Nevertheless, they asked Rihanna what she had to say, and she had this to say. So that's probably going to be a great show, guys. Let's listen to what this lady says about divorce and the difference between men and women. Welcome back. It'll probably shock you. It shocked me when I first found out about it. So after experiencing the coaching of men and women, and when I talked to many divorced men and women, mm. And when I, when I would ask them, why are you divorced? Why was there frustration? Hmm. Why the breakdown? Men right. would say that she complained about him not doing this, not doing that. Not doing enough. Never enough. Yeah, complaining. She would, compl she, when I asked her, <clears throat> she would say virtually the same thing. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. So men never complained about her not doing. 
women do. And it upset them that she was upset about his not doing. So my final analysis of this is men want their woman to be and women need their man to do. Yeah. Yeah, you see, men are just happy enough that she's there and hope that she's happy, but she's never happy, guys. And it is what it is. I'm not putting down on women. I'm just saying, like, they're, this is what it is. And a lot of times they'll destroy the relationship and then act like they failed. Oh, a little bit like I failed. I'm watching all my friends move on with their lives, and they're all moving forward. And it's like I'm stuck here. Yeah, well, a lot of times you sabotage yourself, ladies, <clears throat> for whatever's next. And the sad part is we men see this. We see you sabotaging yourself and we're like, hey, stop doing that. That's not good for you. This is going to lead you to a bad place. You don't want to do this. And this is going to hurt our children. So it's an unusual situation. It's just a sad situation that the children actually hurt, ladies. Did you know you hurt your children? Father, I'm coming home. I'll follow you into the park. Imagine that. <clears throat> Imagine that. Imagine this is your daughter and the mother who left the father and betrayed him tells the daughter, you're just like your dad. The one that she left and betrayed and abandoned. Now the daughter carries this around for the rest of her life. Now, it's probably a good thing that the daughter's like the dad, to be honest with you. But can you imagine you're, you're a woman and you say this to your own child? as an insult i follow you into the park through the jungle through the dark gotta never love one like you boats and boats and waterfalls alleyways and pitfall calls i'll be here never with you yeah, it's a shame ladies i don't know why you do this <clears throat> but you do Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? Glad to see you doing better and better. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm trying. We're not there yet. We got a long way to go, but thank you. There is so much content out there. Yeah, that's the problem. I love when we see these videos by people that look like they're not old enough to have any experience or a lot of experience, guys. Experience makes for good stories, but it also makes for good information. Without it, you're just talking, guys. I mean, you can have an idea of something, but if you haven't experienced it from different angles, it makes your <clears throat> ideas about it a little less solid. Telling you that you should never stay with a spouse who's cheated on you, not a woman, <clears throat> because if a woman cheats, that shit involves her feelings. If a man cheats, that can just be, you know, that's just a chemical thing. That ain't. But if a woman cheats, you got to leave her. Got to, out of self-respect. If she submits to another man, she's no more to you. Period. Period, 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 period. Let's hear what she's talking about. So much material. 
I want to give you another perspective because there are reasons to stay with someone who's cheated. So I'm going to give you three reasons why you should stay with a spouse who cheated. And I'm also going to help give you some tools to really understand how to make this choice, make it clearly for yourself so that you can go forward and grow and be happier in the future, either in your marriage or after your divorce, even through your divorce. So guys, I'm Rachel Sloan. Even through your divorce. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> So you have three reasons not to divorce someone that's going to be helpful during the divorce. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up. If you don't know me yet, I help anxious people <clears throat> save their marriages by overcoming their intrusive thoughts. And so I know it's going to sound like I'm biased on the side of saving marriages. I want to be clear. This choice is yours. Right, right. Always on their side before you ask for the money. I got it. There is no should. You shouldn't divorce someone because they cheated. You shouldn't stay with someone who cheated. The choice is always up to you. And honestly, there... Doesn't that make your video pretty much irrelevant then? ...is no wrong answer. And I'll explain what I mean in a minute. But first, let's get to those three reasons that you might choose to stay with a spouse who cheated. Money! Like I said, there's so much information out there saying... Why don't you tell us some of it? You've been talking for a few minutes now. You've said a bunch of words. Why don't you give us some of this information you've been alluding to? Never do it. But studies show that people do. Over, some studies say half of partners stay with a spouse who cheated. Some uh -huh. studies say as much as 81% of people stay married. Uh-huh. So which is it, half or 81%? I mean, it's a pretty big fucking gap. You're talking about a third in there, you know, that's a big gap to their spouse after cheating. So obviously there are some reasons and that's what we're going to talk about right now. So reason number one is that when both partners are committed to healing, marriages can come back, not only come back, but come back stronger. Beta. Beta male. And with deeper levels of intimacy after an affair for this to happen. You have to give up the idea of your marriage being what it was before. Right. It's not going to be what it was before. So pretty much it's over, guys. Don't listen to women like this. Oh, you stay with the person. And no, 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 no. Ladies, you might stay because, you know, it didn't involve our feelings. Probably we were probably just getting the nut out. No offense, ladies. Sorry to say it like that. But yeah, <clears throat> but this shit staying with a girl because she cheated. Shit. It's not ever going to be the same. Right, so it's pretty much fucking done with. I don't want the marriage to be different. I want the marriage that I had. And if the marriage that I had is dead and not going to be the same, we're done here. Game over. But it can be better than it was. No, no. Man. <sighs> Women, y'all are some great salespeople. Listen to this lady. No life experience at all. She looks 20-something years old, maybe. 28, probably. Um, just, it can be better. I mean, I've never done this. I have no idea, but it can be. Before, but you have to look at it as a new marriage, a new relationship. It's like your second marriage. No, ain't no new marriage. Ain't no, nah. Everything counted. If you cheated, that shit counts. It counts forever. It ain't no new new marriage. Oh, look, we're starting all over new. I'm a new, I'm a, I'm a rebaptized virgin. No, you're not. With your same partner. This takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a genuine desire. 
I don't see Rusty Rivers in here yet, but when I do see Rusty, he super chatted at the end of the last show, so I owe him some fat bitches. It's what he requested, guys. Sorry. I'm going to wait for him for that. To look inward and to grow from both partners. Look inward and to grow. Boy, I tell you, women just use a bunch of words, don't they? Just, just look inward and grow. Uh-huh. You first. And this is really important for you to hear if you are the partner who has been cheated on. Or the female. Because it is so easy and so tempting to give in to just blaming. She cheated. Like, listen to this idiot. It's so tempting to blame the person that was smuggling salami. But don't do that. Don't give in. If It's important that you hear this. If you're the one that got cheated on, you just hang around a little longer. It's all going to be good. From both partners. Uh -huh. And this is really important for you to hear if you are the partner who has been cheated on. Because it is so easy and so tempting to give in to just blaming your you mean holding someone accountable? Do you mean consequences? I know, ladies, you don't like consequences, but consequences are a real thing. You know what I mean? Your partner. They are the one who did wrong. They are the one who messed up. They are the one who hurt you, who broke your trust. And yet, if this marriage is going to succeed, if you are going to come out stronger on the other side with your partner, you have to be willing to do your own inner work on yourself. That is where the deep work of healing your marriage comes from, is when both of you can do the in really understand how to make this. What about the cheating bitch? Can she do the work? Can she help herself? I mean, this is my point about this whole thing, guys, is like, she's like, if you were cheated on, you have to do the work. No, I don't. With your same partner. This takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a genuine desire to look inward and to grow from both partners. And this is really important for you to hear if you are the partner who has been cheated on, because it is so easy and so tempting to give in to just blaming your partner. They are the one who did wrong. Yeah, guys, blame people when they do wrong. Hold people accountable. It's a good thing. It builds character in you and the other person. Otherwise, they never learn and they just get away with their horse shit forever. They are the one who messed up. They are the one who hurt you, who broke your trust. And yet, if this marriage is going to succeed, hopefully it doesn't, if you were going to come out stronger on the other side with your- Listen to how she worded that. If this marriage is going to succeed, if you are going to come out stronger on the other side, I'd rather just be stronger by myself. I don't have to stay with this other person to become stronger. Uh-oh, but the way she worded it implies that you're going to be weaker if you leave. But you'll be stronger if you stay. Please, ladies, close your legs. How about that? Partner, you have to be willing to do your own inner work on yourself. I ain't doing shit. I didn't fuck anybody else. That is where the deep work of healing your marriage comes from, is when both of you can do the internal work on yourselves. Oh. And I am not saying that you are any way, you are in any way at fault. Right. You're just saying I should take action for something someone else did and clean up their mess again? I don't think so. They're on their own this time. For them cheating on you. Uh -huh. What I am saying is that before you can trust them, Never going to happen. You have to trust yourself. I, I trust me just fine. I didn't fuck anyone else. Again. Before you can love them. I never will again. You have to love yourself. I I'm good with me. I just ate ribs and steaks and I'm the shit. 
I'll tell everybody, guys, I tell you all the time, man, I'm awesome. I'm fucking awesome. I tell you this. I'm an asshole. I'm a jerk. I'm, I'm fucking awesome. I tell you guys this all day long. I mean, I don't say my name because I don't want to attach my personal individual ego to it. But as a man, I'm the shit bitch. Before you can understand them, you have to have understanding for yourself. This doesn't mean it's your fault that they cheated. That's not what I'm talking Word salad. Talking about here. What I am talking about is from this moment on, building a strong, healthy, loving marriage with amazing intimacy. If that's your goal and that's what you want. And it didn't work the first time. Why would you try again? If that's your goal and that's what you want, and you took a vow and an oath to God and the state and everything else for all this stuff, and it didn't work out because she didn't uphold her part of the bargain, just give this roll the dice again, you dummies. Just don't, don't worry. She's going to be totally faithful this time. Now that she's 51, no one will want her anyway. So just take care of her in her old age. I don't think so, ladies. I don't think so. You have to start in here. What is going on with you? Where are the obstacles to trusting yourself, to loving yourself, to having understanding, compassion, and grace for yourself? You have to create those things as a foundation within you to create a healthy foundation for a relationship. You mean by not screwing other people? With someone else. Right. The second reason not to divorce a cheating spouse is because studies show that future marriages are actually not any more successful than your... Right. That's why you never get married again, guys. She's actually making a strong point for MGTOW at this point. i got to give her credit. I mean, she, she could be a MGTOW spokesperson with that last sentence. Let's listen again to the insanity. ...a cheating spouse is because studies show that future marriages are actually not any more successful than your first one. Right. So we just really shouldn't do it anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, according to your logic, but you're trying to explain why we should based on the same logic that says we really shouldn't anything. So why is this important and what does it mean? It's not and nothing. Like you would think that after getting divorced, people would learn how to have a healthier relationship. Or just not have a relationship. Believe it or not, guys, you don't have to have a relationship. This is something women have to have. So they're trying to convince every man that he has to has, have this, but you don't have to have this. You can be okay with who you are as a human being without having to have another person in your life to validate your existence. You can do things on your own. You can eat ribs by yourself, cook steaks. You can go places. You can do things. You can travel. You can do all of these things, guys. Travel is great by yourself. Have you ever traveled by yourself? I mean, not taking a woman with you. <clears throat> no need to take sand to the beach, guys. There's plenty of sand at the beach, i.e. women. You know what I'm saying? You can get sand in your crack and annoyed with the women at the beach. There's no need to bring one with you and pay her way. But by all means, go ahead. You're in love. But that's not true. What studies prove is that in general, second, third, even fourth marriages are no... Fourth marriages. You guys... <laughs> Y'all are some suckers. No more likely to succeed than that first one. Because people bring with them all of the baggage and all of the trauma. Oh, so why is it a high body count is bad for women again? Let's hear what she just said. I'm, I want to say this ties in, but I'm not sure. We're about 10 seconds back. Let's just see. Why is it that uh, a woman after a lot of men would make a bad partner? Likely to succeed than that first one. Because people bring with them 
all of the baggage and all of the trauma from before. Right. What men have been saying, high body count is bad for you women because you have all that trauma and stuff you carry around. So your 304 days make you a bad pig by your own admission. Thank you very much. And here's the bottom line. If you want to have a happy, healthy relationship. No, thanks. Either with your partner who cheated uh -uh. or with someone else in the future. Uh -uh. You've got to do that in our work. We were just talking. I, I don't have to do anything, guys, but stay white and die and pay taxes. All of those are pretty much not optional. Everything else is, you know, I'm, I'm workshopping things. You know, talking about that work to trust yourself, to love yourself, to have understanding and compassion for yourself. If you don't do that work, it doesn't matter if you divorce this person and marry like your dream partner next week or next month or five years from now. The same problems are going to come up for you, maybe in a different form. I'm not saying that your next partner is going to cheat on you, but I'm saying you are going to struggle to have a happy, healthy, Right. That's the key words. You're going to struggle to have a happy, healthy relationship unless you're willing to jump through hoops and do all this stuff and personal inner work and exercise and you got to work out your brain and, oh, am I a good person? Am I, do I love myself? I, man, wouldn't it just be easier to just do what you want and be cool? Like, just do what you want, man. I keep showing you guys through my life, my daily life. I'm, I'm uploading and talking to you daily. I'm videos for you so that you can see you don't have to live like this loving, intimate relationship Ugh. that lasts for the long haul. Ah, it's even worse. If you don't do that internal work. So you have a choice here, which is wonderful. We all like to have choices. Yeah. You get to choose which work to do. I'm not, I'm good. I'll do my work. I'm not doing any extra to, for a woman. I've spent a lifetime trying to do shit to please women. I'm not doing another damn thing. No work, no nothing. I'll just do me. I'm good. You can do that work on yourself within the context of this marriage, which means dealing with... I hope that shit burns to the ground if she cheated. All of those thoughts and feelings you have about your partner cheating on you. What are you making that mean about you? I don't care what it means about me. Fuck that shit. I, don't, I deserve better than a piece of shit cheater. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care what anyone thinks about that. I win. What are you making it mean about your marriage and about your partner? But mostly, what are you making it mean about you? What was she making it about, dick? Can we talk about that for a second? Oh, we're going to just ease on past that into the get over it stage? No, thanks. You have to do that work if you're going to stay in this marriage. Uh -huh. Or you can get divorced, but you still have to do the work. That's actually kind of true, but you don't have to do work for another woman. You can do work for yourself, which at that point, the payoff is infinite because you're not going to later cheat on yourself. You're not going to later betray yourself. You're not going to later abandon yourself or take money from yourself or, right? So without the woman aspect, it's almost like a goddamn guaranteed win, isn't it? Wow. Imagine that, guys. On yourself. Now it's going to be in the context of having gotten divorced. What are you making that divorce mean? A success. Um, successful. Um, springboard to the next part of my life. I'm literally winning because of the divorce. Like I almost want to write a thank you letter. I mean, I don't because I hate it for my children's sake and my family's sake. And I actually did love the woman. So I really hate it, but I'm going to win because of it because that's the kind of person I am. I turn L's into W's.
I don't quit until it's a W. I don't quit. See, it's when you quit that you fail, women. It's when you quit and give in on your marriage, that's when you fail. That's when you fail, ladies, when you quit. But if you don't quit, you don't fail. You live to try another day. You live to fight another day. And this is why I will succeed. Mean about you. Mean about your marriage. Mean about your partner. But again, mostly what are you making that divorce mean about you? So you get to choose. Who, <clears throat> John, I sent you a message. Where did you send it to? I think I, I read one, but I haven't responded. I owe Jeremy a response right now. I know because he sent me a message on the phone. Was it on Instagram? Hope. I mean, who? I'm sorry. <laughs> Too many people coming in and out. I'm sorry, guys. Love you, boys. Who did you send it to uh, Instagram? Guys, I'm gone with John on Instagram. If you want to follow me, feel free to. Appreciate you. I'm trying to help you out, boys. A little bit, the context of the work, but at the end of the day, you don't get out of doing that inner work to make yourself happy, to love yourself, to trust yourself, because that is what you need to have a successful relationship with anyone in the future. Oh. So this fact that subsequent did you hear? Thank you, who I understand. You sent her a thank you letter. That seems petty, and I like it. You did good. Let's see what this lady sounds like. She said something here. If you want to be in a relationship again, but she can't possibly have said that. Mean about your marriage. Mean right. about your partner. But again, mostly what are you making that divorce mean about you? So you get to choose a little bit the context of the work, but at the end of the day, you don't get out of doing that inner work to make yourself happy, to love yourself, to trust yourself, because that is what you- Right, she cheated on you, but if you don't do the work, you don't feel happy, you don't do the, you feel the, they're so manipulative. I don't understand how she could even tell a man how he would feel from her perspective as a woman, a quite young woman with not a lot of experience, quite frankly. You need to have a successful relationship with anyone in the future. So this fact that subsequent marriages aren't any more likely to be better, it's just showing you that changing your circumstance, leaving this partner, is not a magic pill. It's not a magic solution. Yes, it fucking is. I'm sorry, guys, but look, um, stay together with your wife, stay with your kids, try to make your family work. But if that bitch leaves you, don't cry over that. I mean, look, you're going to, but understand that's what she wanted. Let her have it. All right. Never, you can't come, ain't no takes backsies. Have fun. Have fun. But yeah, there ain't no coming back from that. If you make a pact with someone, you know, look, if you faced eye to eye with another man and you guys have known each other for a long time and he said, hey, it's you and me are going to build this business together and take on the world and he stabbed you in the back and abandoned you one day, um, would you go into business with him again? Okay. You still have to do the work on yourself if you want to feel better. But of course. Right. There's no way you can feel better later just by nature. Okay. First you get to choose. Do you want to do that work within this marriage with this partner who cheated? Or do you want to do it through a divorce? Yeah. And vacation and fishing and all kinds of things. Junior college. As many things as you can think of. Yes. Either way, the choice is there. But the work ultimately comes down to the same stuff. What? The third reason not to leave a partner who cheated is because maybe you still love each other. This bitch cheated on her husband, I guarantee. Allegedly. 
And this one sounds really simple or cliche, <laughs> but honestly, I think this is the main reason. You see, guys, this is the thing. A lot of times the two of you still love each other very much. The problem is she just doesn't respect you anymore. She loves you now like a brother. She, I mean, she loves you and loves you deeply and all these other things. But once they don't have sexual feelings for you, they don't love you the same anymore. They're like, oh, well, I don't want to fuck him, so I don't love him the same. But really all it is is just her sexual needs aren't being met because they're 304s because they're giant children who behave like 304s that need to have their most baser instincts met or else they'll tear their entire life apart. Men won't do that. Men will sacrifice or be without for a while, go, you know, get it when she gives it to him every now and again kind of thing, or see somebody on the side because they got to take care of the urge. But I mean, this kind of shit with women is it's about feelings and all that. It's not you know, for a man, it's like if his woman doesn't give him some, he might get some on the side just to take care of the, the instinct to get it out because he'll go crazy and become a beast if he doesn't. And y'all know I'm, this is right. The longer you hold it in, you know you get a little bit more aggressive. Tell me I'm wrong, boys. Just one man out there that knows that isn't, uh, you know, light in the loafers. Tell me I'm wrong. You hold it in for a long time. You start getting a little bit more fucking aggressive, right? Hmm? Yeah. That's what I thought. Let's listen to what she says. Sometimes you do still love each other, but once they do that, they, you know, it's really pointless. John, let me just say this. You helped me become a greater, better man. Thank you, Todd. You helped me just by being here, sir. We all got to help each other. But thank you. I really appreciate you telling me that, guys. I always love hearing from you guys. It's so nice. We all help each other, man. Pass that knowledge along to another man one day, Todd. Even if not here on YouTube, one day you'll get the chance to share your knowledge with somebody, whether it's in person, a young man, uh, somebody, you know. And um, you can't red pill them, but you can at least pick them up if you see them falling down. That's what I recommend. That people stay with a partner who cheated. You love this person. You've built a life together. Maybe you've built a family together. You know them and they know you. And, and you totally didn't cheat on them, but they threw caution into the wind and your feelings and everything else and pissed all over you. So why not get back together with them? Ladies, you're nuts. A way that nobody else does, right? And this is why cheating can be so painful. This is why it hurts. She said like nobody else does. Yeah, the husband you cheated on women, you ain't gonna find anyone that loves you like that. Nope. You may find someone and one day later, 10, 15, 20 years from now, they may love you as much. But initially, you running on fumes, girl, with the new guy. So badly, because this is the person you care about the most, who's supposed to care about you the most. They're right. They're supposed to love you the way you love them. That's where the pain is coming from. So be gentle with yourself as you consider this reason for not leaving a partner who cheated on you, because there's a lot of pain that comes up with admitting that you love this person. And there's often even more pain that comes up if you admit that maybe they still love you. But I do think this is probably the number one reason that people stay in a marriage after. The love of a cheater is worth nothing. It equals nothing but pain. A answer me this, guys, from a logical standpoint. Let's assume that she cheated and that she still does love you. It holds no value without the trust and respect and honor. It holds no value. 
See, she said it as if, well, you know, this person probably still loves you very much and you have to understand that. And it might be difficult for the two of you to, the love of someone that betrayed you is worthless. In fact, it's actually dangerous to have it because they've already proven themselves to you. Let's continue. Your partner has cheated. There's a few things I'd really like you to consider and keep in mind as you work through this, which sure. is an incredibly painful time, right? Oh, you are yeah. dealing with a lot of anger, a lot of grief, a lot of sadness, perhaps some insecurity. You think? No. And doubt, right? There's a lot of fear involved when you are dealing with a partner who cheated. Right. So why not invite them to hang around in your life for a little longer, guys? I mean, after all, don't be a dummy. It's a good person. They love you still. They just took a little D on the side. She's a good woman. She's a nice woman. She hasn't hit the wall at any minute now. JR, shout out to you. Thank you so much for supporting your the show here. I appreciate you, sir. Good to see you again, Mr. JR. Let me get down here to my goodies for you. Let's give you a slut whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot. And whatnot. Sluts, whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot. How do you write women so well? I think of a man and I take away reason and accountability. Yes. It can feel like you're barely keeping your head above water, like you're barely surviving. How would you know? You don't look old enough to have any real. Uh, experience in life ma'am not only that but you definitely haven't experienced it from the man's perspective and it's the man's perspective that's so, so detrimental i mean you as a woman you don't lose your kid if your partner cheats on you but as a man if your woman cheats on you and she takes the kids there's nothing you can do you can't even go into court she cheated on me your honor they're not listening to you it's not divorce court people are dumb as fuck around here they're like i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna talk to judge judy and i'm gonna tell her exactly what happened Man, that is not how divorce court works. They're going in, they're looking at what you make, what she makes, how long y'all were together. It's a mathematical equation. The court is going to push for 50-50 custody so that y'all don't have a big fucking battle. You're both going to be too hard-headed to do it. And you're gonna, lawyers are going to be egging you on because they're getting paid. And you don't think about, well, this is going to cost me 100 grand to fight this. Man, sometimes y'all just got to chill, man. Just chill out. Just chill, man. Kush, what's up, brother? Good to see you, Sacred Why, what's up? Yeah, Todd Packard right there. Look it up in the game Diablo 3. Jundar, the Templar, said that. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Betrayal can never be forgiven. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So there's some things I want you to consider as you're trying to get a clear head and make this decision. Do I stay in this marriage with this person who cheated on me or do I leave? Yeah, I mean, why be mad? I'm a progressive NPC, has great information here. He says chicken bok, 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 bok. But he was a good looking Johnny, had a six pack. The husband gained a couple pounds from working hard and eating too much. Oh no, this is good information. I'm a progressive NPC. It's always great to see you, sir. I need to get you some theme music. Like some kind of, uh, I got to pick out a progressive, like an NPC theme music for when you show up. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be bland, guys. You know, that type of thing. It's good to see you, my brother. Not because you're bland. Obviously, you're awesome and all that stuff. But, you know, you got to be the NPC that you are. You got to own it. Also, thank you for supporting the Gone with John show. Here is a Pink Power Ranger for you. Go, go, Power Ranger! Mighty Morphin Power Ranger! 
it looks like he's having a good time, guys. You know, just let him do his thing. Good to see everybody. Thanks for donating to the show today. I'm a progressive NPC. I appreciate it. So one thing that I want you to sit with and take a moment to accept is that no matter what you do, there's going to be emotional pain. And honestly, I My brother outlaw, outlaw. What's up, sir? Good to see you, ma'am. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I think that's a good thing. I know it doesn't feel like it right now, right? But we are human beings and we have human emotions and we experience the full range of- We are human beings and we have human emotions. That's the dumbest, most stupid NPC shit you can say, guys. <clears throat> I mean, look, no other animal on the planet has an emotion or mental capacity anywhere near us. So saying that is asinine in and of itself. We're humans and we have human emotions. And yeah, it, as opposed to what? Like the squirrel? I don't think it's thinking on the same level that we are, dear. Human emotions. That's what it means to be here in this life. We feel anger, we feel joy, we feel grief, we feel excitement. We, we feel embarrassed when our partner cheats on us. We feel doubt, we feel- A little betrayed. Fear. Kinda hurts. There are such a wide range- Oh, and then she takes the kids away. It's, it really, it's kind of uncomfortable to be honest with you. Of human emotion and part of it, part of being here is sometimes feeling shitty, sometimes feeling negative emotions. And so the most important thing, I think the greatest gift you can give to yourself when you're in this situation, dealing with a partner who cheated, is to learn how to process those negative emotions so that instead of being overwhelmed by your uh -huh. anger or your grief or your fear or shoving it down and fighting it, instead of doing either of those things, learning to process those emotions so you can allow them to move through you, experience them, which is not going to be fun, I promise you. Why don't you just let the relationship move through you and leave like a big turd, you know what I mean? Like a big number two deuce. And you're like, well, I've gotten this and processed this food and gotten all the nourishment I can from it. It cheated on me in my bowels, so I'm gonna shit this thing out and flush the toilet. How about that? It's gonna hurt, right? but you can get through this. Mm -hmm. to experience them, let them move through you so you can let go of them and <laughs> not carry those painful emotions forward with you, right. either in this marriage that you're trying to rebuild or through a divorce and into a relationship with a new partner. Learning no, that's not your only two options, gentlemen. There's a third option. It's not stay with this piece of shit cheater or divorce them and get into a new relationship. There's a third option, believe it or not. How about get a divorce, take six years and be totally single. Six years to yourself, you deserve it. After that, you can fuck the rest of your life up with another relationship if you want to. Then you can try to please someone that's unpleasable and jump through a never-ending cycle of hoops until you realize that they also are going to betray you, ultimately, at some point. What I recommend is the third option. MGTOW, Red Pill Knowledge. The Free Agent Lifestyle. Read Coach Greg's book, guys. It's on Amazon. Shout out to Coach Greg. He doesn't pay me to say this, but read his book. If you, you know, if MGTOW's a little much for you and you still want some, some slime on the end of your penis, then read The Free Agent Lifestyle. It's a good book. Or listen to the audio book. It's actually easier and it's Coach Greg's voice, so it's easier. But you understand there's a third option. It's not get a, stay with this cheater 
or get a divorce and get together with some other potential cheater that's cheated before, likely a cheater. Just stop. You don't have to have the validation of this other person. You can go to all the holiday stuff with your family. And every time someone's like, where's your wife? Be like, well, where's your husband? Your fourth one. You know, like, just stop. Who cares? Tell them I don't need somebody in my life to feel good. Or tell them I settle down with a nice lady every night. In the morning, I'm single again. I'm free. To process and release those painful emotions mm-hmm. is the best thing you can do for yourself right now. I'm leaving a link in the description below to a free video guide. That- oh boy, here it comes. Free video guide? What's the catch? It teaches you how to process anxiety. Uh-huh. The tool I give you in there, the technique I teach. Uh-oh, the tool she gives you guys, the technique she teaches. This lady's 20-something, 29, it looks. I mean, she's all well on her way to the, uh, well, you know. Can be used on any negative emotion. You can do this with anger, with fear, with despair, with overwhelm. So that is a free video guide, and there's a couple of audio resources. That- free? You mean like the commies? You mean like socialism? Guys, nothing's free. Despise the free lunch as a man. Yeah, Kush says it right here, commie nonsense. Oh, it's free, man. Get the free. It's going to be the free. It's the... <sighs> Everything free comes with a bullet, guys. Uh, not literally, obviously, but it's metaphorical. Go with it. I would strongly encourage you to check it out because learning how to process those emotions and let them move through you without fighting or getting hung up on them is going to be so important, regardless of what decision you make. The other, well, there's two other things actually I'd like you to consider. One is if you decide to. So you had three reasons and the title was three reasons, but you have two more. Okay, go ahead. This doesn't sound off the cuff at all. Get divorced and do it out of that anger and hurt. The divorce is not going to make you feel better. So that's not to say you shouldn't get divorced. It's just to say you should have reasons. Brother John, I have a request. Jordan Peterson on Unforgivable Betrayal. I will get that video taught. I've got a couple for today, but uh, for this particular live stream, but I'm not above or opposed to doing that one this evening or afternoon, later afternoon. I'm going to be live streaming all day. So, Um, But yes, Unforgivable Betrayal. Should be easy enough to remember the title. Um, Thank you, Todd. I will try to get that one in and maybe we'll do it this afternoon or something, but I'll schedule it and I'll title it uh, something that you'll know exactly what the live stream's about, as opposed to how I normally do this. Reasonable expectations, because staying married or getting divorced is a circumstance in your life. That's not going to change the way you feel. The way you feel is created by the way you're thinking. So if you want to move through that anger, through that hurt, you're going to have to take a deep look inward and figure out what thoughts are creating that anger. What What thought is creating that anger? Did you say what thought is what T-H-O-T is creating that anger? Any of you men want to answer that in the comment below? Thoughts are creating that pain. And how do you want to work with those thoughts? Do you want to keep them? Do you want to allow that anger to be there right now? Maybe you do, and that's fine. When you're ready to move through that anger, how are you going to do it? How are you going to shift those thoughts? What are you going to think into the future? That's the work you have to do to move through anger and hurt and pain. Getting divorced is not going to fix it. So... 
Um, yes, it is. I mean, it's going to be a painful process and it's going to hurt, but after all the pain goes away, guess what? It's pretty fucking fixed. You know what I mean? I mean, look, I, look, I don't want to, I'm just saying, you know, violence never solves anything. All of these things, you understand the idea, but sometimes, uh, you know, the end of conflict is uh, the end of conflict. Sometimes it's fixed by definition. Consider that as you make this decision. This is a, just another way of saying either way, you've got some work to do internally as you move through this. And the last thing I want you to keep in mind is if you leave your marriage because other people expect you to, that's not gonna make you feel better either. So a lot of people say when their partner cheats, they have such a hard time even figuring out what they wanna do. Like, do I wanna stay with this person? Do I wanna try to work this out? Do I wanna see if we still love each other? Damn, are you still asking the same question you were pretending to ask in the first few minutes of this long ass stream lady or video? Or do I wanna get divorced? because their friends and their family and everyone is like, never stay with somebody who cheats. You've got to leave them. This is so disrespectful. They yes, disrespectful. And you're trying to make the case for, well, you can stay if you want to stay. She must have cheated a bunch. They didn't love you. We all saw this coming, right? You start to hear all of this from people you care about. And so many people get so overwhelmed. Yeah, it's almost like people who care about you are trying to wake you up out of your stupor and look out for your best interest. But why listen to those people when you can stay with this cheater? By this judgment from the people around them. Oh, here we go with the wordplay. Uh, judgment. Just because she took all the hockey team salami doesn't mean that she's a bad person. She's still a good Christian woman. I don't think she is. But they can't make their own decision clearly. So when you are hearing these voices from the people around you telling that you, you that you have to leave, right, that you're weak if you don't, that you are gullible if you don't, if you are afraid of all those voices and all that judgment, I just want to say to you, take a moment, get some space, and spend some time getting clarity. Six years. Give yourself five years, guys. Five years by yourself. And then you can remarry her if you want to. But just take five years for yourself, rebuild your life, reevaluate everything in yourself and in your own life. And if you're happier at the end of that five years, never get married again. You don't have to be married. I know you. a lot of people are pushing this idea. You got to have a woman. You got to. I don't even dislike women. But not every day, not all day long, guys. This isn't good for you. It isn't good for her. It's proven to piss them off. Listen, ladies, I'm on your side. We don't belong together, okay? We come together for short things and that's it. And eventually she hates every man she's ever been to. Eventually every woman, you've seen it. Think of all the old women yelling at their husband in the grocery store. Come on, Alfred, you dumb. You've heard it all the time. Hurry up. Come on. This, that, this, that, this. You don't have to be in a relationship that eventually turns to resentment for you or the woman, guys. We're not made for long term. I know ideally we should be and it should go this way and it should. But because of whoever the modern woman has become that no longer does any of the things that were always part of the deal. Men, you're never going to be happy with them because they're not doing what you've been brought up and raised to believe is their part of the deal. You were told what you were responsible for and she does nothing. You're never going to be happy with that. On what you want. 
because it does not mean that you're weak if you stay. It does not mean that you're gullible. In fact, I would argue that staying in a marriage after you've been cheated on and working to build that marriage back and make You know, she took this video to her husband and she was like, look, I, I made this video on my YouTube, see about how it's okay to stay. Chad's, he's gonna leave in a minute, honey. Don't worry about that. But don't, you don't have to be angry. It's okay. It's strong takes a lot more strength and inner fortitude than leaving and getting divorced. So do not listen to those voices around you. Yeah, instead stay with the person who betrayed you, not the people who are looking out for you. Women, do you even hear yourself talk? Or I mean, when you're trying to tell people stuff, do you even hear what you're saying? Like, does it ever really occur to you, like, what you're saying? Because it sounds dumb. Like when you say it, I hear it and it comes in and I'm like, yeah, why would you want to take the advice of people that have no reason to lie to you when you could take the reason of someone who lied to you? You could take the opinion and advice of someone who betrayed you, lied to you, played you, embarrassed you in front of everyone y'all have ever known and your children probably. Why not take their advice? Jesus, women, y'all are insane. If your choice is to leave, that is fine. That is absolutely your choice, but there right. is no right or wrong answer. So do not choose to get divorced because that's what your family expects you to do. That's what your friends are telling you to do. That's right. what the internet is telling you to do. Right. Make that decision for yourself. Because if you make it based on what other people want, you're going to doubt yourself. And that doubt is going to be carried with you into your future and into the other relationships you have. You're and that's not fair to that cheating bitch. She deserves better than that. Going to question yourself. You're not gonna be confident in that decision. And that is going to affect the way you move forward and your ability to have healthy, happy relationships in the future. So look at your reasons. Bitch, is that a number two pencil on your bookshelf back there? Do you have pencils displayed as if it's some sort of artwork or intellectual? I'm just curious. Also, is that one, two, three, four, five, six books on your bookshelf? I'll give you nine. I see a few down here. Is that a bookshelf with nine books on it, ma'am, and pencils? I take back everything I said, guys. Clearly, this woman's a professional. If you, if your partner has cheated on you, there's a couple of steps you've got to take. You've got to process those emotions. You've got to work with that anger, with right. that pain, with right. that grief, and learn how to allow it to move through you. And then you have to look at your reasons for staying and for leaving and commit to doing the inner work for yourself, no matter what choice you make. When you follow those steps, you will gain some clarity and be able to make that choice. But I want you to keep in mind, there's no right or wrong. Yes, there is. Moral people know that there is a right or wrong, but... You're going to see written all over the place. Never stay with someone who cheats. Right, because that's the best advice you can give to a human being that's been cheated on. Don't put yourself in this position to be vulnerable again, especially not to the same person who we already know is capable of this behavior. They're garbage. Stop dealing with garbage. Well, 50 to 80% of people do. Okay. Like I said, she could be the MGTOW spokesperson, to be honest with you. 50 to 80% of people do. Uh, why get married, guys? Why get in a relationship? 50 to 80%. You wouldn't play Russian roulette if it was, you know... Two shots 
in the chamber. If you had a 50% chance of flipping a coin and, and getting unalived, would you play? What if it was an 80% chance? Would you play? No. Stop playing with these broads. Shit's getting ridiculous. So maybe there are some reasons there, and maybe there are some things to consider. Again, the choice is yours. Right. Anytime somebody says the same thing repeatedly, guys, it's a hypnotic technique called repeat the lie. Eventually, people will believe it. You repeat the lie, you repeat the lie, you repeat the lie. Eventually, people hear things enough. It's pattern recognition. They start to believe it. Oh, yeah, they'll never do it again. Right. I don't have to cheat. I don't have to leave this person. Repeat the lie. But let it be yours. Own it. And what? Let it be yours. Women, what does that mean? We're talking about an intangible object. What does that mean? Because to, to, to be yours is to possess or to own the... How do you have ownership over that? I know that you changed the, the words because you're all woke idiots at this point. You're, uh, you you got to own it and you got to... I'm sorry. How do you own an intangible item? Please explain. The logic of the definition. Oh, okay. So we can all study some vocabulary on that one, but that's okay. It's cute to have these funny little words we throw around that no longer mean what the word means. It's, it's very easy to understand the English language when we all do this. Ever you do, commit to doing that inner work on uh -huh. your thoughts and your feelings so that you can go forward in a clean, healthy, happy way and build happy, healthy relationships. You know when relationships are at their healthiest is when their partner isn't cheating on you. Or yourself, whether it's with this partner or with somebody else. Or with nobody. I'm just throwing it out there, guys. Like it could be with nobody. I'm not, again, I don't dislike women. I'm just telling you men, they can't live without someone in their lives. It drives them batshit. I'm sorry, ladies, but you know it's true. You're needy. You're needy and you need the validation and you're scared when you're alone and you're afraid when you're alone and you don't really need to even be alone. You should be with somebody, but you, you've ruined all of the chances. So now you have to face the consequences alone. Good luck, ladies. Let's continue. Guys, I hope this was helpful. Please leave me a message in the comments. I would love to hear. No thanks, lady. No thanks. How is everybody? Good to see everybody. Thanks for coming along today. Got a nice little afternoon show for you here. This is the third time I've gone live today. I apologize because I'm just having a little fun over here. I went into work earlier, worked for a little bit, got to eat a little bit of good food. I still got half a steak in there, roughly. A little bit of sausage left, pause. Got some garlic bread I'm gonna uh, bake or broil later on. Should be good. I ate one of my chocolate chip cookies before this stream and I've drank some Coca-Cola for the first time in probably, I don't know, four or five months, three months, some, some long time. Mm, excellent, let's begin, let's continue this little live stream, guys. Let me get all my ducks in a row here. Give me just a second. Almost done. Boys, this might take a second to load. Don't worry. Excellent. I am looking for where we left off on the live stream months ago. And it was on a very particular lady. 
Wasn't that old lady? Ah, here we go. Pay attention, boys. Let's get into it. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. How old are you? 32. 32. All right. So um, we're in overtime right now. Did you have a question? We're talking about older women uh, and dating right now. And some of the older women are mad. Do you have a question? Okay, so why'd you want to join? I don't know, I wanted to join because I had questions at first, but I, I clicked off and I clicked back on, so I didn't know what you were Oh, okay, no problem. Have a good one. See, my biggest cohort of detractors are Generation X black women. And, I, and I'll tell you why. It's because they're the women in media they're the women who have platforms. They're the one, women who have a voice. And they've been used to being in charge and being able to say what they want our entire life. And in the last couple of years, there's been a little bit of pushback. And you, and you would swear that it's the worst thing in the world. And it's just so funny because you just see these women don't want to give up power. They don't want to give up anything. And it's like, just go on over there and leave people alone. And the difference is, Generation X women, old women over there, they don't leave people alone. You, we over here having fun, and here they come. Butting in. What, what are y'all doing? Ruining your time. What y'all doing? It's like, wait a minute. This, we're over here having fun. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That ain't how y'all supposed to do this. Like, always trying to come over to somebody's house. Oh, it's date night. Oh, I, okay. I, I, I showing up unannounced with pot luck and with pot roast and shit. Mm -mm. Like, well, wait a minute. Why your sister always coming over here? We got date night. Well, you know, she don't have nobody, and I feel bad for her. What's that got to do with us? We learn about pot roast selling ass on somewhere because all they would have to do is be fun to be around. But no, it's not fun to be around. You act like a bunch of harpies. You got bad mouths. And the funny thing is you got all these standards. And I, I look at some of these memes. And I know he said black women, guys, but that was Kevin's thing. But this is, this is not exclusive to black women. This is a lot of women, especially modern women. And a lot of modern women are taking their cues from popular culture, whether that be black women, white women, um, almost anybody actually can be guilty of, of the behaviors that lead to this. You talk about the women in here talking about they ain't gonna settle, be built like this or that. And I'm like, dang, do y'all not see that people understand what's going on now? But all you know how to do is talk shit and fight. It's because that is their dating life. They can't date. They, they can't get married. That's out. Most will never get married. They can't get a man that they respect and admire, so they can't get a boyfriend. They can't date a man they respect and admire. So they're stuck with having to just hook up with 
whomever, old flames, recycling people, getting on there doing one night tender stands until that makes them feel a certain kind of way. And they're like, well, damn, all I'm doing is just being a, you know, they start looking around like, dang, the work that I would need to do to become somebody that somebody would get along with and understand it's just get along. Just get along. They will not do that work. It's too much. It's too much. All that men are asking women to do is be friendly, cooperative, submissive, and to, to just be enjoyable. Thanks, brother. But for far too many, it's a bridge too far. And they're seeing generation, they're seeing men over 40 date. And there's a jealousy involved. And the thing is, it's like ladies. Guys, women are get very extremely jealous of men a lot of times. Not all women. I don't want to say all women on this one, but... Many women, a large percentage of women get very jealous over men. They're always trying to compete with men. And, and we men don't understand it because, one, it, it's cute. It's quaint. There is no competition. I mean, and there shouldn't be because we understand that we physically have attributes that make us faster, stronger in the physical realm. And mentally, we're not trying to compete with you at all because we're busy doing stuff. But like you're playing this game of competition, but you're only competing with yourself and the other women. We men are just doing what we do. Sorry, but you're you are competing with yourself and driving yourselves crazy with it. We are not even looking at you like competition. Why don't you just become somebody? Why don't you just act like somebody that they want to date? Why don't you just act like somebody a, a man would want, ladies? Why don't you take care of your body, exercise, eat, right? Why don't you do, if you want a man, now this isn't for the women that don't want a man. Look, I, I mean no disrespect. If you're a woman who's not into men and you don't like men, I get it. I'm totally okay with that. Do what you want to do. I mean no disrespect at all. Go do your thing for sure. I mean, too many people think I'm talking about every woman. If you're a woman that wants a man, why not just do what he, you know, a men like, what they're looking for? Unless, of course, you... Lesbians! And that's fine. We don't care. I don't judge you. But all the women that want a man, why not put in a, a smidgen of effort? There really is no reason that older women... Um, should be getting so outclassed by women uh, half their age. But that's the, the women that are older are trying to act like the younger ones. And it, it really deducts from your class level, ladies, because you older women aren't supposed to act like the younger ones. Your time is over as a younger one. Y'all should be winning. You should be winning. But that's up to you. All right, I'm going to take a few more calls. Uh, and we're going to be out of here because I got started late. Uh, oh, no, we don't need to get the old women straight. I, they, they, see, 
where millennials and zennials need to understand is. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. What a pleasure. Oh. Already something sounds off. You kind of, you kind of just froze on me. You, you, you froze now, but how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited that you accepted my call. How are you doing? All right. How old are you? I am 26. All right. Well, we're talking about older women or, or men about this dating situation. Well, listen, I'm single and can you see me and hear me? Mm-hmm. You don't say. Your conversational skills seem to be fantastic so far. Did, well, did you hear what I did? You hear what I did? You hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? What'd you say? Well, I told you about the topic. And you just jumped into what you want to talk about. Oh, excuse me. Right. And then you're gonna say you're having a hard time finding a good man. I let you do that for a reason. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Damn, she's doubling down on it now. He pointed it out to her and she's like, well, might as well plow forward. I have no children. I'm 26. Okay. I believe I'm attractive. Um, I believe I'm friendly. Um, I'm nice. So I, I don't know why I don't got this ring yet. What are some, what are, what's wrong with some of your flaws? Okay, what are some of your flaws? Your flaws, your imperfections, your character defects, we all have them. Everyone should be well familiar with who you are as a human and be honest enough with yourself to be like, I might not tell anyone else my flaws, but I'm aware of them at very least. I know. You told me about your positives. Tell me about some of your negatives. Tell me something about some of your flaws. That's part of the problem, right? That's part of the problem right there. I just said part of the problem. I mean, you're not perfect, but you can't tell me your flaws. But you told me everything that you think sells you. Okay, cool. What are your flaws? You can't name one thing. You're experienced with you. I am experienced with me. 
Actually. Exactly. What happened? Your internet is just on you, not me. You're doing something with the phone, and I mean, no. you're going into a job interview. You're going on a job interview, and you're telling me everything that's good, and they say, "All right, well, tell me some of the things you need work on." Nothing. I'm perfect. Oh, I'm not perfect, but there's nothing I need work on. Yeah, but, but uh, ma'am. No, my problem is I will not commit to just anyone. I nope, that's not a flaw. That's a veiled positive. Nope, that's not a flaw. Veiled positive, gentlemen. Check out the definition for that word. Veiled positive. Women do this all the time. Many of us don't know there's even a name for it, but it's called a veiled positive. It's when you say something like that. When you say something, well, what are your flaws? Oh, uh, well, I'm too kind. I'm too nice. I'm too sweet. There's a great meme about the veiled positive. It's a guy being interviewed in a room and the big bosses are asking him, you know, um, you know, what, what are your best, uh, you know, what is your flaws? And he says, I'm too honest. And then the big bosses ask him back across the table and say, or they say, um, I don't think being too honest is a flaw. And his response is, I don't give a fuck what you think. See what I mean? It's, it's humorous. It's not a flaw. That's a veiled positive. See, in the job interview, what that question is, is tell me your strengths. All right, here's what it is. Tell me your weaknesses. Well, one of my weaknesses is people tell me that I tend to be, I uh, tend to be a, overworked, but I'm a hard worker and I just want to do a good job. No, see, that's a veiled positive. At 26 years old, you know you. You should know you. You should know you are well enough to know if you're not perfect. Stop. 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 No, 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 no. See, that's another one. I've already pointed it out to you initially. Don't do it again. You're not going to talk over me or none of that stuff because you should know things that you need to improve upon. She's still trying to lead the conversation. Y'all notice that? Okay, I'm a, a very naturally submissive person. No, you're not. But I cannot submit to a man who just doesn't have it there together. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? So I'm argumentative. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. He doesn't have it. They're together. What does that mean? So for me, what that means is you ain't got your shit together. What does that mean? You ain't got your shit together. I don't know what that means. So, I don't know what that means. It still has no context. What that means is you don't have you don't have stability. Okay, you don't have stability. You don't money. You don't have um, a home of your own. You have a roommate. Your brother lives in the next room. Okay. What about you, ma'am? Women do this all the time. They're like, he's got to do this and he's got to do this. And she'll be like the cashier at the, the drugstore. You know what I mean? 15 hour work week. He's got to have the $100,000 a year job and he's got to 
and she'll be 400 pounds. Like, what are, we, what are y'all doing? What's your brother? Your bro? These, these are men you've dated? These are men that I have dated, yes. You had a, re- you had a relationship with them? Was it a, did it get to the intimate level? Yes. So you're a data man, have sex with a man, but you don't submit to a man. I do, but I feel like... But, but, but why are you having sex with a man who doesn't have his shit together? You knew that before you did all that. No, 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 no. What I'm pointing, no, no, no. What I'm pointing, what I'm pointing out is, you date men. You pick. We all pick who we date. But can I answer your question? Well, you've already answered it. You picked. The, yeah, you have. No, you no, no. I didn't answer. No. No. You pick the man you date. You pick the man you date. That's the. Hold on, no, no, there's no listen, no, no. See, this is the way this is gonna go. This is the way this is the way this is the way this is gonna this is the way this is going this is the way this is going to go. It's going to go this way. Because I'm trying to run this show. I know the questions I'm asking, and it's not about being fair. You I don't need to know I don't need okay, look here, lady. Uh you're about you're about to look here, lady. <laughs> God, I miss this man. <laughs> it's about to end up really bad. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think you really want to do that. Because you come on here trying to get some information to find out something, and I ask you what your flaws are. You've already shown that you're not introspective enough to even understand what's going on. You said the problem is I can't submit to a man who don't have his shit together. But you chose to date somebody who didn't have his shit together. You chose to have sex with somebody and have this shit together. So don't get so don't you can't say I'm not going to submit to somebody that I chose. Did you even hear what he said, ma'am? That shit was, I mean, so informational. There was so much context and information in what he just said. And she's still, I'm still trying to, she didn't even hear him. She's still trying to say the shit she said that don't even matter. Which I would really love to. And also not only for you, but for the audience. I'm okay with the audience. Can I please answer the question? I'm trying to submit to you right now answer the question just masculine and dominant as can be unbelievable modern women losing it so you know saying sometimes as humans we connect with people you have to admire his patience i mean he did lose it sometimes but he is only human well you know clearly but <clears throat> you have to really admire his patience okay like on a vibe you call it vibes now catch the vibe and sometimes you you might really have a certain vibe I'll make you famous that he might so so he might be there on that on that level of connection and um chemistry chemistry Uh but he has shit that he needs to get together and I might be a step above where he's at Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I'm a homeowner. I have cars. I have a good career. And me and him connect with personalities. 
and the chemistry and the sex, okay? But he is not where I would like him to be, maybe financially. What's that mean? Time out? Yeah. Because everything you just said, I don't know what you think. You just, if you can have your cars and everything, we, men don't care about any of that. My question is this. Why can't you deal with a man? Why can't you pick a man who has his shit together up front? I can. That's what I go for. But like. Why can't you get a man who has his shit together up front? I do. I have a lot of options. I mean, I'm dating. I'm dating. Ma'am, you, I asked you about your flaws or areas of weakness, and you said I can't submit to a man who's don't have a shit together. And all you did is basically explain the fact that you have you if you can get with a man who ain't got his shit together, you got time to get with a man who does have his shit together. The question is, will he pick you? Nope. Nope. I'm picking who I vibe with and the niggas I vibe with be the broke ones. Oh no. That's not good. They be who I vibe and connect with on a chemistry level. They don't be there. They don't match up as of right now. She held it together for a while. They're not connecting. They're not there, there. What makes you think a man who's there, there wants to connect with a woman who calls men's niggas and talks about vibes? That's what you got from that? That's what you got? That's what you got from that? Yes. I needed to hear that. Yes. So in other words, so in other words, so in other words, men who are at that level, would they pick you? You're right. And I appreciate this. What is it? What does it matter? So someone has to have a home for you to submit to them? Stable meaning, stable meaning what? Stable meaning they have their own money. Tell him. They have their own vehicle. They have, they can afford um, a meal. They, they're not on assistance. That is. You mean an adult? That sounds just like, that sounds like an average adult. Yeah, I would like, so yeah. Most women are not the average adult, as he's talking about. They're getting assistance from the government, the ex-husband, the this, the that, the new boyfriend, the not an adult. That's by his definition, that's an adult. That's somebody standing on their own two feet, working their self, paying their bills, and nobody's helping them, it's on them. Even if they're barely making it, they're an adult. But if you're a woman and you're getting help from a boyfriend, the government, the ex-husband, the everywhere else, and you're not, you ain't on your own two feet, you ain't an adult. I mean, let's face it. But ma'am, the way, I mean, let's cut to the chase. You're describing, you're trying to say that you want somebody who's stable, but you described a, a, what we call a luxury lifestyle. Hmm. You own several cars. You said I own my home, right? I am a homeowner. Um, Oof, you about to test that. Okay, okay. you're a home, you're paying for it or do you own the home? I own the home. <laughs> 
Where did you um, go to school? Um, Cleveland, Ohio. Where? Where? What's, what university? Cleveland State. What's your degree in? Uh, business. Business what? Business administration. Yeah, guys, business administration. That's right. How many of you guys out there with business administration degrees? Uh, how, how many of you are making that much money? off of your business degree. And what year did you graduate? 17. So in five years, I mean, hell, this is even a year ago. So, I mean, in four years, you you graduated, bought a house and multiple cars in four years with a business degree? 17. What's your career? Right. What's your career or your profession? Well, I am. I run a. I run two different bars right now. General manager at two different bars, and I make good money. You run two bars. I do. How long have you been? You're general manager at two bars. And you graduated with a business what degree? Administration. What kind of car do you own? It's a Jeep. What's a Jeep the, Compass. What's the other one? Um, I also have a Nissan Rogue. And you own the house outright? I own my house. I bought it when I was 24. And I'm 26. The, where'd the money come from? Yeah, because... My job. Right. I bartend, and I also am the general manager. You graduated in 2017, so that was most you've been out of school for four or five years. You made enough money, and my credit is good. good credit, but you made enough. Yeah, I got a degree in underwater basket weaving. Uh, no, I have a degree in uh, Turkish bird husbandry, uh, but just the birds from Turkey. None of them here. So, but in Turkey, I, they really need me. Not here, though. Money to buy a home in a two-year period? Yes. Is that shocking? Uh, if you say yes. you own the deed, yeah. Really? I mean, do you think I'm, I'm lying? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't know. Ma'am, I'm asking you. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I know that you don't, see, don't, see, when you hear me talking, Due respect, ma'am, you're supposed to stop. You can't, I don't know why women think you're going to talk over a man or through a man. See, if men were to do that, it would come down to a fight. Yep. Really? It's, a fight? A physical fight? Or yes, because you're trying to over-talk someone. That means you're trying to dominate a conversation. Why do you think that's acceptable to try to over-talk a man? Because you heard me talking. Um, and you're laughing, but again, you're the yeah, one. Because it's comical to me. I bet, you'll, I bet you'll see it on a replay. It's comical to you to think that you can't get a, you dating men who can't get their shit together. But look at the way you talked and the way you're acting. And I ask you, can you get with a man at that level? Because this aggressive kind of 
domineering behavior? Am I being cursed? What do you what do you think? Trying to do you think your voice is bigger than mine? Is it deeper than mine? Then why are you trying to overtalk me when I speak? But again, but when I talk, you still trying to raise your voice and get higher. Definitely you're a female. Yours. You're a female. Oof. You're female. I'll give you that one. And the issue is, again, ma'am, I don't know. I don't know you, but I'm telling you. Oof. Yikes, guys. You know that shit's about to get live. Let's see what happens. Well, I'm not a woman. I'm a female. Uh, woman, female, lady, different things. But what mm -hmm. I'm telling you is, what I'm seeing is, you said it yourself. Men have told you you're aggressive. Aggressive? No. That's what you said earlier. But in any event, um, the issue that I'm seeing, like anybody else is seeing, is um, you don't even know what's going on with you. So what would you suggest for me? Therapy. Um. Cognitive behavioral therapy. We attract what we are. We attract who we are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if the thing, I mean, do respect your money and everything else. That matters not to us. So, what do you, what do you um, suggest that I change or that I do to get a man that I deserve and that who also deserves me? What do you mean? What do you mean a man that you? De what do you mean a man that you deserve? How tall are you? Huh? How tall are you? How old am How I? How tall are you? I am 5'4 and I weigh 200 pounds. So I'm thick. That's not thick. That's oh, that's obese. Okay. I'm 6'4 and you weigh as much as me. That's not thick. It's obese. Um, you want my measurements? I don't care. It's obese. More than a 30 BMI is obese, ma'am. Five foot four, two hundred pounds is, is is larger than the average running back. Height, weight adjusted. I said five foot four, two hundred pounds is average than a large than larger than the average running back. Height, weight adjusted. Okay. And calling it thick is a problem. I'll tell you why it's a problem because it's unhealthy. Uh, that's number one. Number two. Um, when you say deserve, what kind of, what, do you want to be married? Yes. You want children? I don't have children. But coach, she thick. Shout out to coach Greg Adams over at the Free Agent Lifestyle. But coach, she thick. I said, do you want children? Yes, I'm going to plan them with my husband. How many kids would you like to have? How many kids would you like to have? 
son, um, but my max would be three kids. How many kids would you like to have? Three would be my max. Um, Mr. James Vaughn Maxwell, it's good to see you, sir. Excellent. Let's see here. Oh, hold on one moment, guys. James, I've got this for you. Just James Von Maxwell. If you want to call in, there's the link just for the hamster man. Just to say a quick hello. I'd love to catch up, James. Good to see you, sir. Is it time for the Rihanna? I'm sure something half time. Who the hell is that voice? The Super Bowl is going to be just awful, James. I'm, I'm guessing the halftime show is going to be something demonic or, you know, sexual. I'm guessing maybe they put a football inside of the or spike the ball in the end zone. I don't know what it's going to be, but it can't be good. But Hamster, if you want to jump on and say hello, feel free. If not, that's okay too. It's great to see you. But before you leave, make sure to drop the link for your channel so that everyone knows to go and subscribe to Hamster. James Von Maxwell is one of us guys. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's get back into the nice lady. Well, you know. Do you want to have to work to pay significant bills after you're married and pregnant with the first kid? I would like to be um, a stay-at-home mom. What did your mother do for a living? My mother is a nurse. What did your father do for a living? Uh, my father was never in Okay. What did your grandmother do for a living? She was also a nurse. What did your grandfather do for a living? Um, he was not involved either. Were you raised to be a stay-at-home wife? Were you raised to be a Chris, will Rihanna be wearing the dress or will the goat be wearing the dress? I'm curious because it, it changes things. Well, get back to me. Wife? Um, well, what it sounds like is, it sounds, from what I just said, it sounds like I was raised to be a single mother, but that's... Yes. I'm sorry, ma'am. I mean, I'm not, but you're right. That's not what I want. That's not what I asked. I asked what you raised to be a wife. Yes. I mean, my mom definitely raised me and my sister nope. Nope. to be women, you know, respectful women. Nope. She raised us as ladies. Go on and tell her. Ladies. I said a wife. Yes, I was raised to be a wife. Yes. Disagree. I'm asking questions, ma'am. You say your mom wasn't a wife, but she raised you to be a wife. How did she raise you to be a wife? What did she? What did she? Exactly, deductive logic. Tell you, train you, show you that you needed to do for a man. Well, she definitely taught us how to take. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, Doctor Ginger Hamster. Hey, guy, Welcome how back. you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you, sir? Oh, another beautiful day in paradise. Let's get just oh, no. you and I up here. Oh, ah, what do you think, man? You having a beer today? Uh, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, I've I've staved it off long enough. I I had I have a beer. <laughs> oh my god! Thank God. Good for you, sir. Yes, Congratulations. Sir. What are you doing well, today? Got, you watching the game? Bigger. Got to do laundry, and I got to freaking clean and I cook. I got to be like a woman. So oh, uh, well, yeah. somebody's got to. I need to go get a girlfriend tonight because, you know, tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. 
Mm. And of course, it's uh, it's the right of every man in the United States to beat the shit out of their women on Super Bowl Sunday. Which <laughs> oh shit! shit I kept thinking on. today was the game, man. Earlier, I was like, "Is the game today?" And then is I it today? it's on. No, it's usually on a Sunday. You're right. I had completely forgot. I'm done. <laughs> pre-game starts so, today, John. Oh, is so it? Pre-game will start about three o'clock today and go all night. Yeah. Did I give away my uh, sports passion? You know, did I give away my? Level I guess you of really don't give much of a shit about sports. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they're fantastic. It's, you know, yeah, Scott okay. ran faster than the guy last year. It's I love it. <clears throat> I can't get enough. I guess I'm more of an intellectual, but and there's nothing wrong with sports. I understand the passion of it. I just years ago I was, and then one day I just wasn't. But it's yeah, okay. I'm not either. Actually, you know, I, I haven't even I haven't watched one football game this year. I just. I have other things to do, you know, more interesting stuff. Nothing wrong But I mean, the Super Bowl, maybe I'll watch it. It's Kansas City, right? Missouri, so. Sure. Sure it is. I I don't really care about the Super Bowl. (laughs) I just don't care. Right, right, right. I'd rather, you know, rather stream and do other shit. uh, Hell yeah. Play music or whip the bass out or just chill and do nothing. Watch one of your videos, man. Inspire the rest of us. I'm looking for your live streams, man. Your voice is so silky and it's like silk going across yes. velvet. It's so mellifluous. Except right now, so you got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Is that what they're calling it these days? A frog? Yeah. A throat. Oh, a throat. <laughs> <laughs> Good to oh, see you, man. Oh, oh, oh. Are, you, are you streaming later? Mm. You know, I haven't decided yet. Maybe. Okay. <clears throat> I reached out to a couple people, maybe do some shit, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just do it. We'll wing it and go solo. Man, you're one of the heavy hitters. You know all the big guys. Heavy hitters? Why? Well, you know, that. I hate to say it like that. I, mean, I don't want to make it sound like you have a fat cock. I just mean, you know well, all the people Actually, inside. Huge, of oh, oh, Huge cock. Yeah, huge. Oh. I mean, I don't like well, to brag, but, you know, it's 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 huge. Yeah. I think if you have a huge one, you get to brag. but It's a big chode, you... but it's long. So it's a chode, <laughs> but it's, I'm fat it's about... and long. I think it's about the girth, if I'm not. Think mistaken. of a child's leg, like a bit, one-year-old's leg. It's we're in the ballpark if you if you look at it that way. I was once told I had one like a baby, you know, seven mm. pounds nine ounces. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, how you been, man? What else is new with you? Anything? You working on anything? Same old shit. Every yeah. Day. Good. Just uh, going to work uh, all week, and uh, they keep mailing me paychecks, so I keep showing up. I mean, what the hell? That's good. That's yeah, good, man. Like well, it. somebody's got to work out there. That's a good thing. Well, um, yeah, people have to do things. <laughs> I know. God, I'm out here. I'm trying to. I'm going in every direction I can possibly go in, trying to get it, make things happen. And no, were and you? You're an engineer too, is that right? Or Lord, no. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were an engineer. No. I mean, I'm an engineer of bullshit, but I mean, well, I'm not an engineer. <laughs> Pile high and deep, baby. You got a yeah. PhD in that. Yes. Um, no, I am not an engineer. I am absolutely not, my man. I just uh, make money everywhere that I can. I, I used to work for a wholesale company, and it was mm. for like eight years. It was a privately owned company, one of the biggest in the Southeast. Obviously, I can't say their name. They <laughs> let me go. Guess. Yeah. I used to live in Florida, so I'm, I'm somewhat familiar. The, yeah, there aren't many between Florida and Alabama. So oh, um, mm-hmm. they let me go back in July. And after, I mean, I had been there forever. The dutiful employee, I'd been traveling. Traveling probably kind of led to the divorce that I had potentially, or at least maybe what led to the divorce because I was always on the road for this company. But when they let me go, I was just like, fuck it. From now on, I'm going to work 
10 jobs so that I can do my own thing at my own pace rather than one full-time company that can just ditch me and bounce. Sure. And, yeah. and I was like, I need to find as many streams of income as I can and then have part-time jobs here and there also to piece together a living. And I would rather do that and work hard and kill myself for myself instead of one boss that can end my life and, and livelihood yeah. in, a, in a flash. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, some of the uh, tech places I used to work just had a bunch of layoffs, right? So mm. uh, the Googles and, and places like that. So, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sure it's a shock for those little brats, right? Because they come in oh, and yeah. have their, their, their massage in the morning and their nap and their warm milk and cookies. And yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're like, oh my God, I actually have to work now. <gasps> and it's, it's so funny to think about, man, because Google's one of those companies where they've been the kind of the uh, forefront of the inclusion and all of the, you know mm. what I mean? Like uh, mm. all of the, the basis ideas of everything. Let me show you this. I pulled this up for a moment here, Hamster. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to share something with you. Sure. This is from the Google trending page. So we're, it's safe. There's nothing uh, too bad here. But <laughs> this is a picture that always gets me. If you scroll down to the bottom of Google trending, it's this page here, which... Let's see if I can find the image now that I've, uh, okay. Look in this room of their Google mm. trending people. Look at the level of diversity that we see here when it comes to men and women and African-American. And again, I'm no diversity expert or anything, but yeah. it just seems like there's a, that always strikes me as odd when I see that picture. I'm always like, oh, okay, I understand. No, I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's good that companies are, you know, making an effort to at least get any barriers out. I don't think there are any barriers, frankly, right, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's good that, you know, just let people, you know, be that, let them come to work. They're talented, you know, bring it on. The problem is, is when they enforce a certain thing <clears throat> when you might not find necessarily the best qualified people, but you have to, right. You know, yeah. if, if she's the best programmer, but you're looking for a, an alphabet person, well, right. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's nice, but, you know, she's going to be the best. She's going to bring in the most money. Whatever, well, diver right? diversity hires, actually, a lot of companies get, um, you know, reimbursements from the government for those. For some of them, it's kind of like the child support system gets a kickback for the monies they bring in towards the women. I, I, didn't, so, know, I did not know that. Wow. I oh, yeah, that. man. That's why the, that whole push went through is there was an incentive. You know, it's like uh, <clears throat> if you are a police force and you arrest so many people, you get, you know, X amount from you get the, a bump the, from that, the really? federal, you get a little bump from the federal and they're like, oh, well, you're, you need more money for policing because of this. It's hmm. like that for every sector of everything. So like if you have X amount of mail delivery zones in your city, then you get X amount to help with your postal employee. It's, it's more hmm. money coming through. So there's right. an incentive there for companies to say, well, let's hire as much that meet these uh to get the quotas. more cash coming in right, right right and if we can have because and i think the way that it, i read the article is you even get points so like if one person is x and y then that counts as two oh. diversity things but you only hired one person keeping down your you know right um, payroll. <clears throat> right 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 but you still yeah, get paid for for hitting both metrics yeah i didn't know that <clears throat> i do know the government has something called uh they have a preference for female-owned businesses. I'm sure you you probably are aware of that. 
Yeah, I've heard something. The government prefers to deal with female. There's a there's a a push in that direction. So uh, a lot of the people that I've worked with over the years, what they do is they set up a corporation (laughs) to get the women only preference. But the only woman there is maybe the CEO. You know, the rest the the rest of them are dudes. So yeah, whatever. There's tricks. Get around on everything. It's interesting. Everybody's got a workaround. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the bottom line with the fembots is 73 cents on a dollar bullshit. You know, there'd be no men working if that were true. There just wouldn't be any men. No. But I mean, that's too common sense for for the girls, I guess. The girls, the girls. (laughs) They're trying to have a competition with this hamster. Well, that's where they. Excuse me, I've got a frog again. That's where I think the they kind of screwed up to an extent because they wanted to get out there and compete with men for these positions. And men, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> men, men are the biggest fucking assholes in the world. You know, we're good, they're, we're they're not going to let anyone get in the way of their paycheck or their family or their kids it ain't going to happen. You know, we're not going to just gently step back. Oh, well, yeah, because women 300 years ago, bullshit. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Right. So, and just like I wouldn't expect them to do in the reverse. It's like, no, no, no. Whoever's the best is going to, you know, all that. But and, I mean, and that- we should, we should want that as men, like for each other, like you, I should want you to have the most capable person on your team. If you and I had a company, I would want you to have the most capable humans you can have regardless Absolutely. of who. Yeah. Mm, I don't care if she's a chick or gay. It doesn't matter to me. You know, as long as that person is employed and making me money, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I yep. care about. Yes. You know, you could be gay. You could be whatever the hell you want to be an alien, dress up in a freaking fur- furry suit. I don't care. But I'm not going to hire you because of that. No, but I mean, if you if that's your thing, hey, I don't care. <laughs> whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, man. Eric yeah, Zombro, what's up? Hey, Zombro is in here. He's telling me he's working out to one of my old videos this morning. Oh, like years ago. It was it was fun. Uh, the, the gal's name is the radical black conservative, I think. Oof. She's really, really good. Very. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Radical yeah. black conservative. Always. Okay. I think that's what okay. she's called. I, I, I sub to her. I, I think that's her new name. She used to be a different name, but she's really good. <clears throat> she's on point, man. She's she's like, you know, what the hell is going on here, guys? You know, stop being oh, all this victim shit and blah, 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 you know? We just need more people to notice it. You know, that's the thing is I think if enough people aren't, would stop being woke and would actually wake up and see what's going on and just mm-hmm. really be honest with with everything, life, science, your mm. behaviors. Well, I mean, they're starting to go after. Did you hear the Lauren Southern thing? Oh, uh, no. Airbnb oh, the- has banned her family. I did see that. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing to do with her. I mean, I don't even think she's they're what are they, they're claiming she's a Nazi or some shit, which she is. Yeah. Um, I mean, she married a, like a person of color. I mean, do Nazis marry person people? It's, it's just stupid, right? But I mean, she got in there a little bit with some stuff. <clears throat> okay, granted. But then they went after her family now. Her parents. They won't. They won't rent to her parents. Oh, it was her parents. I knew it was family. I I didn't realize it was the parents. It was her parents. Yeah. They won't, they will not let them rent an Airbnb because Hmm. of her. It's like, Hey, Zombro. What's up? Hey, Hamster. How are you? Hey, John. Hey, buddy. What do you think, Zombro? How are you feeling? Doing all right. Still some, you know, massive pain, but doing all right. 
Uh, yeah, I was walking to I was walking to your videos this morning, Hamster. Oh yeah. Yes, but uh, just just going on what you guys said that you want the best person for the job. Like John, you had a stream about this a while back about like you know why it's why meritocracy, why diversity through meritocracy should be what we strive for, not just filling quotas. And mm -hmm. part of that that you brought up was how the uh, FDNY was bringing women in who were still failing the PT test to graduate right. the academy. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you could see some real world examples of this and it's, you know, it's, a, it's a great, great topic. Great conversation. And, and, and Eric, you actually have firsthand knowledge. I mean, have you clearly, I mean, I'm, I think we've talked about this once before, but I'm curious, you've seen this in, in, I've in, seen it in yeah, I've seen it in the police department. Wow. Wow. I mean, I, I worked with I worked with a lot of women. I only worked with one that I felt comfortable with. Hmm. That I could I mean, actually say that I, I wouldn't I, I would go in and, you know, have somebody resisting that I could actually say that I could depend on her. I don't find most women have situational awareness. Do you you know, you know oh, what yeah. I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Right. The, this one girl that I saw quit after one week, she literally, she got out of the car. She went to grab the guy. The guy picked her up by her ponytail and was swinging her over his head. Oof. I'm talking, this guy was like a 250 pound, you know, monster swinging uh. her over her head. Like, a, like you see at the sports games, the rallies, like the rally yeah. towel. Jeez. And he let her fly into a wall, messed up her oh neck, God. her back. She quit right after that. She's probably just as strong as he was, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, of course she was. Yeah. Right. She was about 140 pounds. Oh, yeah, soaking God. wet. Yeah, yes. exactly. Who, who would let that happen? Like, I, you would think someone would stop her and be like, ma'am, I don't think at 140 pounds you should but do she, this. But again, she, she barely passed the, you know, the run and the physical in the academy. That's, I don't know this offhand. I was just told that from someone that was in the academy with her. Right. But like, and RGE brought, brought this up too about uh, women doctors in uh, the UK, like family practice doctors. Mm. There's such a shortage now because all the women are going to college, becoming doctors. They're taking spots that quit. were, yep. and then they quit. And then like there, so many colleges now are giving up spots to taking spots away from men to give to women. But years down the road, when these people have a family or whatever, they just retire from practice. So now there's something like, I think they say it is like a 15,000. They need 15,000 doctors immediately just to fill the void yeah. of family practice doctors that are, that they're short. Wow. And I mean, then somebody, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, good, good. No, please go on. Hampson. No, I was just going to say, I think it was, it might've been Molyneux, but uh, you know, somebody, one of those guys, you know, said exactly that. It's like, you know, if you're in a village, you know, and, and you need a doctor, you're probably going to go for the male doctor because the female doctors, not that there's anything wrong with female doctors. I'm not saying that at all, but Sometimes they have other ideas at some point. They want to have a ch you know, children or whatever, right? Yeah, well, e even in Israel, the, the amount of time that a, a male doctor spends in Israel is on average uh, 20 years in practice and a female doctor is between 8 and 10. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So, is, I mean, it, <clears throat> that's just because, you know, uh, 
women want <clears throat> they want to do it seems like they want it all right? i want to be a doctor but i mean you how long do you have to train to be a doctor is it 10 eight years, years? Eight, eight, years? Eight, 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 eight to ten. It's at least eight years. Then you have, you have to do to, your. Then you, you have to do, do a four, bachelor, or, then you yeah. do a master's, and then you do the PhD. So yeah. Well, you do your bachelor's, and then you go to medical school. And right. Then you do like your, you know, your internship. Then you do your residency where you're training and your specialty. And if you're a surgeon, it's even, you know, it's even longer. So I mean, basically, so you're starting out. Say you you, you go in when you're 18. You know, you're freshly minted doctors coming out at what? About 25, you're in school, 26 years old. You're in school like 26. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, again, some some women want to have kids. Right. And I mean, maybe a doctor thing, too, isn't, the, the, you know, the best thing ever because, you know, you, you're doing all these, you know, 24 hour shifts and all that kind of shit. I mean, I'm sure it's it's tough, like an emergency room. I mean, you got to be there. There's no other right. choice, right? But even even in like a police and fire departments. So you become That's a right. cop, you become a firefighter, you get pregnant. You're off the streets for nine months. That's one less body you have for mm. nine months on patrol. That's you but, know. That's, but I mean, she could she could do like office. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying. Not yeah, no. I, do I, like I, a desk I, job. Yeah, I and and I get that. But if like usually what they do is they put the old timers or the injured in on uh you know the desk duty or rest processing sure. stuff like that sure. Sure. and your able-bodied people are out you know doing what they're hired to do but so, i mean like so. as a doctor i mean you could be pregnant and still perform your duty i mean right you, you wouldn't have yeah to. I'm, and i'm not well, saying that but i'm yeah. just saying like my point is like you know they're taking away spots to you know to have it all but they're they're not they're creating shortages and they're creating problems long term, and that's what's that's what I think a lot of uh, governments have failed to see the long term effects in all this quota pushing and everything. You're yeah. taking away mm -hmm. you're taking away spots for competent people that have practiced for you know for a long time and be good at the job, mm -hmm. and they move on to something else. Well, I mean, I don't think any of us here in this chat would say, oh, women shouldn't become doctors. Get back. In the Absolutely not. Bullshit. No, nobody believes that. No. The feminists believe that we believe that, but it's not true. It, it really no, is. It's not true at all. But what I'm saying is if, if you're going to if you're going to say we want more women, but you can't you can't close down or take like if a man qualifies for it, you can't. I, I guess what I'm saying is you should keep expanding the class size so that you can accommodate for all. Yeah. And have some backups that are, you know, for every backups. for every 140 pound woman you hire, have at least one 200 pound man in the background just in case things don't go according mm. to plan. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I just read a story about some lawyer who got to be partner and she just quit. You yeah. Know, she, she achieved the pinnacle where she wanted to be. And she's like, <clears throat> this is nice. OK, I've achieved that. Now I'm done. Well. You know, that's got to make somebody in the in the law office or the uh, the medical office say, whoa, 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 whoa hold on now. Right. We're, we're 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 trying to get you into this position where we're, you're going to be, you know, very useful for the, to the firm or whatever. And they get to be 33 and it's like, ah, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. Eh. Exactly. And here's the look at you. Look in your field. You're, you're a software engineer. Look, look <clears throat> what a freaking Elon Musk just did. He's, he, you know, he said, OK, you know, we're all engineers. We're all here to work. If, if you're not going to be into working 80 hours a week, mm -hmm. off you go. Yep. And now they're filing a lawsuit saying it's, you know, he was attacking women. I mean, no. one does wonder. I mean, what in the hell do they have to do for 80 hours a week? It's Twitter. 
I mean, you write well, some code yeah. and you patch it up. I mean, come on. Uh, I guess he wants to improve it or whatever. I don't know. But right, either way right. you go, he, he's he got a point. You're not here to make the, you know, a day in a life video. You're here to work. Like, yeah, exactly. We're all not those, all those videos, and, yeah. All those videos did was just solidify everyone's hatred for Google and old Twitter. <clears throat> well, I think that one video that everybody saw was LinkedIn. Or so whatever. I yeah. LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft, if I'm not mistaken. Is that Microsoft? I think it is, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That was the one where she was in Chicago and she goes in and gets the, you know, the hot towel wrap and the massage and the yoga class. And it's like, well, did you do any work? <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, she has what what one meeting during the day and then she's at five. Yeah, she had a meeting happy hour. She, then... she got there at nine and got her morning, her second morning latte, you know, free of charge, of course, because the company pays for her all. And of course. She, yeah. Well, she got it did. candy at the reception desk and and she went to the toy room to play a game of foosball with the guys. Right. Yeah, that was uh, that they, they kind of well, geez, I, I can't tell you where I was, but I was at a company you'd know, and they started doing this foosball pool table shit. You know the uh, what do they call it? The corn corn cornhole cornhole game. Yeah, they had all that shit, and you know it was the catered lunches and all that. And well, that went about about a year, and then they said enough of this shit. We're just wasting money. No, we're not getting anything done. Exactly. It was a tech, a tech place. So. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to jump in because I thought this was a great topic. Well, what the well, hell are you doing? Why, why aren't you playing chess and drinking scotch? What the hell is going on? That's tonight. That's oh, tonight. where are you, where are you wow. going? Well, I, I'm going out, but I can't really eat yet. So I'm going to go out and everyone's going to get good food. And I have to sit there and have uh, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> what the? Nothing wrong with that. What are you sitting at the kitty table? What's uh, what's? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm gonna sit with everybody else, but I'm I'm getting the gourmet mac and cheese at you know Fleming Steakhouse while uh, okay my while my friends are down in Fleming Young and porterhouses. So well, like you can't you can't eat the heavy stuff now or what's going on? No, I I had that jaw surgery. Oh oh, I got you, I got you. I just got my hardware off the other day. How's it going? Is it healing okay? Yeah, but uh. I'll, I'll send. I'll put something in the private yeah, chat. Yeah, shoot me something in the email. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to share here, right? Yeah. No, John knows, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know about it, but yeah. So you can always private chat it here on Streamyard, and, and Ginger Hamster can read it, and just yeah. you and me, and, and and I already know. But you, you got my phone number, uh, Eric, so you can always call me. But yeah, before you go, man, I wanted to I wanted to ask you something else real quick, Eric. If you got a second. Yeah, I got a second. Okay, so um, you know, knowing what you know about the police force and it being a very kind of masculine, almost, you know, um, locker roomish behavior sometimes. Do you think that uh, a female uh, police officer could be a distraction, such as in the case of this lady, Megan Hall in Tennessee, who I believe... I can see train, it. I believe she I ran a train it. on the entire office. What I mean, do you... You and I both know that in a very masculine... Um, group of guys that might have been through some things together that you know I can I mean? see it happening. Yeah, definitely. Cause you, you're, remember you, you're spending eight to 12 hours in a car answering 911 calls with that one person and you're yep. going through the same stuff. So there's a connection. Definitely. Yeah. There's a body heat there. Uh, you know, pheromones <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. No, there's a connection. I'm a, apparently they were supposedly uh in an open relationship is that what i understand it's very open except he didn't understand that it was going to be quite that open apparently or something uh, no. 
But I mean, but imagine one female who is, really isn't all that attractive. No. She's all right, but I mean, she's yeah, nothing special. Oh, but that's gangs like half the fucking police force. I mean, oh, but, that, but that's a lot of them. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to be, you know, negative. A lot of the female officers are not that great to look at. Mm. I'm not saying all. I'm just saying from my colloquial experiences, not that great to look at. <clears throat> and they all be horny as well, apparently. Some of them, yes. Especially this girl, that one girl I was talking about, she was very horny. I mean, like very military horny. women tend to be a little bit on the, uh, <clears throat> you know. Uh, yeah, my daughter has experienced that. Yeah. Firsthand. Oh, really? Her first day in her uh, in Pensacola. Oh, really? This is all these yeah. women want to go out and get, just get, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, think about it. I mean, what are the 18, 19 year old kids? You know, right. big, strong men and, you know, fit women. I mean, what do you expect? You know, something's going to happen, probably. You know? But it was, she said it was eye opening. And, and as she put it, she goes, however bad you think locker room talk is with men, the women are 10 times worse. No way. 10 mm, times really? worse. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Gents, have a good day. All right, Eric. Thank right, you, man. You. Good to see you, boss. All right, enjoy your macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so yeah. good to see you, man. I knew he had had surgery. I was wondering how he was doing. When he called in, I was like, I guess he can talk. Well, he's a survivor. I mean, you know, 9-11. Yes. I mean, my yes. God. You know, the guy's that man a hero. Is... I mean, he doesn't like to hear it. He doesn't, ah, you know, whatever. I was just doing my I job. know. Every time I talk to him about it, I'm like, man, you're a fucking hero in this. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm so pumped to speak to him. And he's just humble. And he's like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no big deal with the building falling on me. And I'm pulling people out, right? No, no big right. deal at all. Yeah, so, having, uh, having surgery. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's nothing, you know, for this yeah. guy. I mean, this guy's a tough mother mother effer, <laughs> for sure. Well, you got to remember, though, how hard it is on some people, man. There are moms out here bending over at the hip, putting uh, DVDs into DVD players, hitting play How do they on Netflix. do it, man? How I do don't do know. It? Look, the Netflix, you got to tap on the button and everything. It's a... I mean, can you imagine, you know, there are actually some women who have to take a frozen dinner out of the freezer and throw it in the microwave. How in God's name and can we expect women sometimes. to live like that? I know. Pop, mm. they got to Put a little hole in the plastic to let the steam out. What can't can't we understand how we're so part of this patriarchy? I know, and it's your it's your fault as much as my fault. It well, is because, right? You know, so <clears throat> my my old man is the the real problem. He's the one that voted for all the shit, <laughs> bastard from hell. No way. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, he's eighty eight. So he was oh. there during the uh, revolution and all the uh, actual revolution and all that shit. And of course, he was a Chad too. So he didn't care. He was yeah. getting he was getting poon. But you know, back I mean, then the poon was different. Not the poon, but I mean the the woman was different back then. Mm, I, he didn't have any trouble with any woman. Uh, well, I mean, he was, getting them, but I mean, like their personality wasn't quite as. I, I, I would tend to disagree. I think they oh, were probably very similar. Well, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I know my mother, and oh. she was she was a loony too. <laughs> I mean, well, can I? No, no offense, but was she a lefty? No, no, no. I don't think she was a lefty, but uh, oh, okay. it's a long story. But let's just say that she she acted just like modern women today, monkey branching, all that kind of shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
Just it was the same thing. She was a pioneer, yeah. really. She's, uh, <laughs> Ahead of her time, the, was she? Well, I mean, they were they were they got divorced. I think it's seventy one, oh, and wow. divorce was still a little bit like ooh, you know, kind of whoa, yeah. right? <clears throat> so she was a pioneer in that way. But <clears throat> excuse me, the old man was an effing stud, man. He was banging chicks. I mean, he was married and banging chicks everywhere. Banging the next door neighbor, going out, getting big redheads. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> he even brought me and my sister along for one of those. <laughs> like, oh, Fantastic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he was something. I can tell you that. But yeah, he, he, again, he's a he's a Chad. Yeah. And there was never any barity, uh, barity, I've only had one beer, man. I don't, That's the sad part is I know this is like your first beer. It is. It's crazy. What's funny is as you get drunker, you get clearer. I don't know about that, but uh, I'm surprised. I mean, one can of beer and I'm like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> uh, better go get some more. I'll get more clear later. But I mean, there were no barriers to him getting a tune. Zero. <laughs> if he wanted a chick, he got her. So he was, you know. Not very tall, good looking, dark skin, had the what accent you, from Europe. What do you what do you do for a living? Uh he were he built cars at uh, General Motors. Oh, okay, awesome. General Motors. Okay, fantastic, yep. man. So yeah, like you Cadillacs said he, and stuff like that. Yeah. You said he had the accent. Hung from Hungary. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He was name first generation. Well, he came over. I'm first generation, but he was an immigrant. So your your name wasn't changed from Goebbels, was it? <clears throat> no, I, no, nothing like that. No. Okay, just curious. Ger- just gerbil, curious. gerbils, my last. Name. Gerbils. Hamster <laughs> gerbil. Hamster gerbil. I hear you, man. I had a, I had some Dutch family that had been over in, uh, you know, previously been over in the uh, that area, and then they left and went to Holland from that area. So and, they were uh, like a van, something probably. Well, um, no, because they were uh, my. Great, great, great on my dad's side. His last name was Gearling. So, okay. All right. Um, we were from, they, uh, you know, they're from yeah, the area. These towns over there. there. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I knew somebody who was Van X and her family was from that town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. It well, is. It's great to see you, man. Fucking, we should get together more often, dude. You've got a great show. I love watching your live streams. I know I'm kind of boring sometimes, but... Well, I mean, I wouldn't say sometimes. I would, uh, but oh, thank you. You're, you're too kind. <laughs> you're too kind. <laughs> well, Chip, uh, next time you you come in, pop on. I'll send you a link. You got it, man. You got it, Hamster. It's great right. to see you. Before you leave, man, drop your link and everything and feel oh, free to Chip, hang man. around. And you don't have to leave right now. I'm not rushing you off. I just wanted to get, you know, say the pleasantries while you were here at least. Oh, thank you. Thank of you very course. much. I got to go to my freaking channel here. I don't even know what the hell. Okay, here it is. Well, uh, if you get on later on, I'll I'll definitely come in and watch, man. I'm been sure. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to have a beer today. I don't think I am because it's been a while, and I'm trying not to have one. But yeah, I'm on the low beer uh, consumption diet now. So to whiskey now or no 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 <clears throat> just oh. beers on weekends. Oh okay, that's cool. You taking a little ch- uh, little breaky break? Yeah, a little bit too much. Ah, you see, this is this is it's my hard. problem. Yeah, yeah, I like it way too much. I like it way too much. So, uh, see, I run into the same thing, man. So, yep. no problem. 
All right. Oh, All right, shit. sir. I'm gonna go clean my house. You you have a wonderful show. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, brother. We'll see you, man. Yeah, take care. Peace. Thanks. Guys, the one and only James Von Maxwell. What an honor to have him here, guys. If you don't know who he is and you watch my channel regularly, go over and check him out. James Von Maxwell. His link is in the comments, guys. He's the hamster. Let's get back into our video. Remember where we were? Myself as women. Um, and she definitely taught us how to take care of a home. I would say she definitely raised us to be independent women. See what she says, definitely, she definitely this, she definitely this, she definitely that. The video we watched previously in this live stream where the girl was saying absolutely this, she actually this, she, anytime people use reaffirming words like that in a sentence, they're selling you an idea. Whatever they're telling you, they're wanting you to believe them because people don't typically talk like that unless they're trying to convey information that they want you to be on board, on board with. So a lot of times what they'll do is they'll say things like that and they'll be shit nodding their head. You think that this person's a scumbag too, don't you? And then you're over there like just bombarded by all this movement and positive and you're like, um, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't think so, but yeah, listen for that. Definitely this. Anytime they're like, I definitely, I absolutely, of course, want me to be honest with you. Let me be honest with you. To tell you to the truth, of course, tell me the truth. Yeah, let's watch for it some more. Uh, and it was never. That, ma'am, I asked the question I asked is what did your mother raise you, teach you, train you to do for a man? Can I answer it? Uh, young lady, I don't know who you're dealing with. I'm really trying with you. But I will tell you this the last time it's going to end real bad if you keep doing that. Why? Because I don't play that. This little, uh, don't, when I, when I ask and I say something, that's what it is. And I, and, and you're going to talk, if I may, no, I, I'm asking. At the end of the day, ma'am, you're not answering the questions. You weren't raised to be a wife. You were raised to be an independent woman. Fine. But then you want to be a housewife. But you're not a house, but you're not, a, you weren't raised to be a wife, let alone a housewife. So what was I raised to be? What you are. An independent modern woman. So I cannot be a wife? I can't be a housewife? Uh, no. Why is that? Because the men who can afford housewives want housewives. They don't want independent women. I think sometimes women forget that what we want actually matters, which sounds like a weird thing to say as a human, but I think sometimes it doesn't even occur to them that we have wants and needs which is a level of selfishness that I've never even conceived of. But I think that's what's going on. See, men who can afford to have a housewife get to pick. And they want women who were raised to know what to do for a man. Okay. So you can want it, but you got to get a man who can provide it. You can get you have to you have to get a man to you can want it, but it doesn't matter if you can't get a man who can provide it, so, who, who wants to give it to you. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Um, do you think in your opinion, 
that I am someone who cannot be a housewife based upon what I told you? I've already answered that question, yes. I can be? No. In your opinion? No. No. And why is that? For the second and the last time, who gets to pick? The men. Men or women? Who gets to pick? You're talking about being a housewife. That means not that means not that means not working. That means a man would have to be able to provide for you and three kids the lifestyle that you're talking about. How much money would a man need to make? How much would a man need to make? How much would All right, get the fuck off my show. This is why I want you to know these big Loud mouth, aggressive, they get mad because they can't have what they want. No. Housewife. You're a jump off. Side chick. At best. And then when you sit there and try to talk to them, have a conversation where you don't tell them what they want to hear. And remember, audience. Came through the door. Blah, 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 blah. No. Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Go. And even when he pointed it out to her, she still plowed forward with her same line of thinking. Go right to what I want. All right. Let me just try to do this. Mm-hmm. That was rude, but all right. All right. Here's a resume. I got a house. I got a car. I got a this. I got that. Okay. This is what I demand. All right. What are your flaws? Flaws? Me? Flaws? I got a house and two cars. And eyelashes and a wig. Flaws? Yeah, flaws. What do you need to improve on? I ain't gonna submit, but then that's the only cause. They ain't on their shit. Didn't you pick them? Yeah. Did you have sex with them? Yeah. You didn't know that before you had sex with them? Well, we're human. And sometimes you pick and, and go around and the other side of the moon and sometimes the vibe, you know, the vibe just be getting you. The vibes. The vibes and the chemistry be getting you. The vibes and the chemistry just be getting you. Oh, okay. All right. So the vibes and the chemistry just be getting you, right? From the streets. I'm a bitch from the streets. I get the money. I get the money. Bitch, give me what you got. I get the money. Yeah, the vibes just be getting you. The vibes and the chemistry just be getting you. So when the vibes and the chemistry jump up on you, you just got you got to just got to, you just got to go ahead and get it in. Emotional, damn it. When you when the vibes and the chemistry be getting you, boy, you just got to go ahead and you know bust it all open. All right, well, you got your vibes and your chemistry. Okay, cool. All right, then what else? Well, you know, I want what I deserve. What do you deserve? What do you mean what I deserve? You know what I deserve. He had such a brilliant way of alliterating, you know, the... the he had a brilliant way of painting the picture of what was in plain sight, but hard to put your finger on. You know what I mean? What? I deserve to be taken care of. And my five foot, 200 pound self. What? You trying to say I'm fat? 
You want to see my measurements? No. Was your mama a housewife? Nope. Was your grandmother a housewife? Nope. What'd your mother raise you to do for a man? She raised me to go to school, get a job, be an independent woman. Okay. You saying I can't be a housewife? Yes. Not to the kind of caliber of man you want. Why? Because the men who get to pick want a woman who's a housewife. Make no mistake, gentlemen, if she, if her parents were divorced and her mom left her dad and went off and did her thing and all this other, and chances are that girl's not going to know how to be a housewife because that's not something, that's something she needs to see and learn from her mother doing with her father, not her mother doing with her mother's boyfriend, because that changes the dynamic of that and how the child can learn from that. But what do I know? You saying I can't be one? You can want it. But why can't I be one? You weren't raised to be one. You don't know what your flaws are. You don't seem the least bit introspective. Kind of manipulative. Rather aggressive. Price is too high. Oh. Oh, now I understand why I don't like you. Well, you know. Winter is coming. You cannot make this shit up, boy. I swear to God, you cannot make this shit up. You cannot make this shit up. And then you are the one with the issues. Well, gentlemen, ladies, you know how that one go. That one how, how that one ends. was a good one i think he talks to one more lady on this episode let's see if he does don't think so okay all right excellent not to fear boys not to fear johnny's prepared for a long live stream today if necessary that was the end of one of my favorite ones i've got a couple other ones i thought that were pretty good that i thought you would enjoy anyways but let's dive into this one give me a second to find the interview I believe. Make sure we do is get the likes up, folks. Looks like a roadcaster in the background. Is that the roadcaster? Is that what's the Streamlab, what is what's the name of that thing? The sound sound bar. Get the likes up, get the likes up, get the likes up. Today is going to be an action-packed stream. Huh. What else is new, right? Uh, I know there's a lot of news going on today with the uh, Supreme Court and what they did with the Roe v. Wade. I get it. I get it. But your godfather has to do what he has to do. So I'm going to ask you guys to stay focused on tonight. Candle of the evening. I'm going to jump past. I think we're about to the spot, but let me see. Responses I've seen. And I'm going to tell black men and black women alike, you could do, you need to do better. He's talking to black men and women, but I'm telling y'all, this applies to everybody. 
saying that the woman looked like a man. I'm like, she may not be your type. She's definitely not my type. But come on, man. Look at what she did. See, we have a we have a hard time separating whether or not we like somebody with what they did. We got a real problem with that in our community. And that's why I just let it rock out. I, I, and I tell you, some of the most juvenile responses came out of women's mouths and men's mouths. You told on yourself. And see, that's what I wanted to get. And this is what I'm talking about, the selfishness of modern women. They, modern women talk a lot of schnit. But when it gets right down to it, you tell on yourselves all day long because in order to be a boss chick, a bad chick, or whatever, you got to. We're getting there, guys. Don't worry. Mm -mm. Got a little bit of this here. I'm trying to get to where the interviews come in so we can have a. Oh, good. Oh, good. Here we go, guys. Let's start over. I think it's important that you ladies go back and study. And I said this. Fiend, what's up, sir? Uh, uh, Facebook earlier when I put up Grace Jones. I put that up because I really wanted to see how people were going to respond to real people. And sadly, more folks are worried about, man, she look how she look. I don't, she don't, I don't like the way she look. Dude, they, they, Grace Jones don't care whether or not you thought she looked like a man. That's some dumb shit, y'all. That's dumb. Supermodels have angular features for a reason. But you, I wanted to see how many women could, could actually go back and look at the women who they consider to be classic beauties. Classic, iconic black women. And then ask yourself, how their lives end? How are their lives ending? Any women, how are their lives ending? He says black, but you guys know we, we're, we're talking to everybody here. Black, white, don't matter what color you are, don't worry. All women, think about that. How do their lives typically end? How are their lives ending? How are your lives ending? And the thing is, self-love ends up as selfish for so many women, which ends up as being alone. Selfish ends up being alone. Selfish ends up being alone. We've talked about cheating on this episode so far. We've talked about the selfish behaviors of so many modern women. We've talked to the awesome Ginger Hamster and Eric Zombro. It's been a good stream so far, but selfish ends up alone. Now, if you're a dude and you've been the serving dude and trying to be the husband and the father and the this and the that and the and that shit didn't work out and someone abandoned you, it's time to get very selfish and end up alone. It's okay. You're going to be better off because of it. Having to deal with the burden of other people's feelings and emotions is a great thing until it's not anymore. And then you realize it and you're like, oh, it goes south at some point. Let's not do that again. So it, can you? how can you have all this self-love and not have anybody to share your life with? No, no. Yeah. Self-love, but alone. Hello. 
How are you? I'm fine. Hey, I'm good. Good. Uh, your first name? I'm Amari. Lady in the hat. Your first name? Amari. Amari. And then, ma'am, your, your first name? Roxanne. Roxanne, Roxanne. How old are you, Roxanne? I'm 48. 48. So have you been watching? Did you just join um, the broadcast? Because I've been on YouTube earlier. Yes. All right, so I'm talking, and uh, you said you're 27, how, ma'am? <clears throat> you're 48, and your other, you're, how old are you? I'm 27. 27. All right, so I'm talking about self-love. This self-love uh, that turns into selfishness with modern women. And I profiled Diane Carroll, who shared the fact that it took her to be an old woman and, and failing in four marriages before recognizing the reason she was alone is because she's difficult. Ah. Because she was difficult. Difficult. Okay. Difficult. And then I juxtaposed that with Eartha Kitt, cat, cat woman, sitting in a garden being interviewed, asking about could she compromise with the men? And she cackled loudly and laughed like a mad woman uh, with this glazed look in her eye. And I'm like, well, if these two women were some of the best that ever did it, what can you learn? So I, my theory, my, 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 my supposition is self-love turns into selfishness and it turns into a loan. What do you think? I had 27-year-old. I'll, I'll go next. Go ahead. Okay, so what I think about self-love is, I mean, if you don't love yourself, if you don't... Did y'all see what she did there? Y'all might not have noticed it. It was very subtle, but this is something that women do. Women hate other women, guys. I don't know if you know this or not, but you'll notice, I'll back it up just a hair, but the lady there was actually just saying, okay, 27-year-old, you go first. All she heard was that that woman was younger than she was. Like I said, it's very subtle. Let's watch again. Loudly and laugh like a mad woman uh, with this glazed look in her eye. And I'm like, well, if these two women were some of the best that ever did it, what can you learn? So I, my theory, my, 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 my supposition is self-love turns into selfishness and it turns into a loan. What do you think? See, I want you to notice how you, well, first of all, you automatically went to why the woman left alone. She was alone because she's alone, because she's hard mm. to deal with. That's what the mm. woman said. Because she said she was difficult. That's yeah. what she said. So let's stop trying to make men be the fault all the time. What, what I want, what, hold on. I, well, that's what I want to do, though. I want, I want to have conversations with women where we talk about what's going on with women, and women aren't making the cause be somebody else. We're all adults and you're responsible for your stuff. 
Now, you say self-love. You teach somebody how to love yourself. You teach somebody how to love you, right? Mm-hmm. Who taught you how to love a man? Oh, his next question is going to be, were your parents married or divorced? I mean, in my personal opinion. But, yeah. My grandmother. That's that man, though. Everyone's not the same. That's that. My grandmother just told me how she stuck it out with her husband. No, she, she, no, she told you how she stuck it out. What did your mom do? My mother is divorced. Told you. And, and your status? I am married. Okay, how long have you been married? So she's about done with it. Okay. Any children? Not with your husband? No. Ah, she found a simp. She found a beta bucks to pay the bills. That's okay. Some of those guys need that guy. Sometimes the guy wants to be the hero. He knows he's being, quote, unquote, taken advantage of for the money, and he's okay with it because he wants to feel that being needed feeling. That is in and of itself a level of, um, oh, the word escapes me. Um not neediness, but uh, what do you call it when you're in the, you know, for the wrong reasons? You get it. It's not good for a relationship, guys. Um, part of the issue with the, the, the way you came in the room is you, you seem to lack humility. Yes. Because you're talking about you, 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 you. Okay. How, how to love myself and teach somebody. But how do you love your man? How do you love your son? Oh, I don't. That's what she wants to say. I'm just kidding. I love them, I love them how, I love them. how, you know, women, when we ask you a question, believe it or not, we're looking for an answer, not a bunch of horse shit, not nothing nonsense. I love them how I want to be loved. I don't know you. How is that? Can we can you give us some information? Can you say something that it remotely resembles thought? No offense. But I mean, honestly, like if we're asking you a question, obviously we want an answer that is based in some sort of logical response that a human might give. But do you understand that how you want to be loved is different than a man? Then why would you love love them the way you want to be loved when you're a woman? Oh, suck on that, ladies. Because the bottom line is about respect. Mutual <sighs> respect. Putting myself in their shoes, caring, being empathetic, patience. I mean, that's that's word salad. That's Um, okay. I try to be kind of delicate with married women because you're already with somebody. Uh, someone's chosen you. I hope it works. Um, but I will be honest, overall, the energy you're giving me is same me first modern woman. And it's difficult to get along with. It's about y'all. And
For those of you that were paying attention, she says, I don't put myself first. I'm a mother. As in, that's like the ultimate trump card. Sorry, Google. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's the ultimate uh, joker, the ace of spades. Like, I don't, I'm a mother. I wouldn't, who, what mother would ever put herself first? Yes, what mother indeed? I'm just going on what you've said. Okay, what do you what do you have to say, ma'am? Uh, Forty-eight. I didn't. I, I forgot your name. Go ahead. Roxanne. Roxanne. Yeah. About things. I mean, I got a lot of things going on right now. Ten thousand, eighteen thousand people. Go ahead. What do you got to add? That's everyone. Uh, they probably won't end up in a, a perfect situation. Right. When they get older. They yeah. Not. Men are visual, so yeah. when they get older, they'll have nothing to offer besides money or material things. Yeah. And we don't care about that. We, nah. We can live in a shoebox. We don't care. We'll be happy. Or we got our own money. Either way, it doesn't bother us. Well, why, why do we use celebrity? I'm just saying, but why do we use them? Why do you use them? I, I, this bitch is playing games at 50-something years old. Dear, it's not just me. I didn't I didn't start this, so don't make that just me. Okay, well, you just said Grace. You mentioned yeah, because I don't know your cousin. It's somebody we all know. That's why we use celebrities. The reason we use, we use what, we use what, we, uh, excuse me, we use what's applicable. So unless you're gonna go and look, hold on. Okay. I don't. I really dislike when women want to try to argue the methodologies when it's used. You're my. You're the same generation. People use athletics, entertainment, sports as comparisons for life. We use people in the who have common knowledge of because you can't speak about everybody. And you said one thing about it. Well, if you put money first, well, do you watch my program? Yes. Does it sound like women are putting money first these days? I, I, I see. I don't know what to say next. Year. Say yes. Yes, we're dealing with a bunch of hoes, common whores. No offense, ladies. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. Oldest profession in the book. But just admit it. Just come out and say it like, yes, yes. Women are prioritizing money. Therefore, love doesn't matter. Therefore, the whole thing is a big sham and a lie to the man, the guy that's picking up the check. Yes. Does it sound like women are putting money first these days when they're looking for a man? He had the patience of a saint. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't relate to those those women. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I didn't ask if they're so related to those women. Mm -hmm. That's not the question. The question is of the hundreds, the thousands of women that have run through my show, 
what do most women put ahead, resource or character? It's not just on my show, ma'am. And see, that's the problem. My show is not a microcosm. And maybe that's not because it's... 18,000 people are watching his show at this particular point, according to what he said a second ago. And she's talking, well, just your show. 18,000 people around the world watching him at that moment. And she's like, well, just the people on your show. I mean, certainly not the women out here putting money first. It's just, just these hoes. Right. Yeah. Not your experience. You think this is a not the real world. It is far more real. I'm moving around this country and it's the same. That's why I can take calls from Maine to California and get almost a similar outcome and similar result. And women who put money first, according to you, may have such and so forth. So by extension, even the women who call into the program who are putting a resource, i.e. money first, is the lot, I mean, Chad, am I wrong? I mean, does the logic not seem to fit? No, the logic, you said it. You said show. This is all show. Women. She actually said this is all a show. As if somehow none of this information were pertinent at all. Be realistic. Women, it's at the end of the day. I, I, I want to be respectful, so I want you to speak. But I just, I just want to say that this does not relate to the, to the actual real world. <laughs> Women prioritizing money over love or a good man does not actually relate to the real world, is what she said. Guys, put a one in the chat if you disagree with that. Money is just a tool. What city or state do you live in? I'm in New York. Ma'am. New York City? Yes, close by. Uh, um, So you think what you're saying relates more to the real world than what happens on, with millions of people on the platform? It relates to more real women. Not the real world, but real women. Who's calling into my show every night? Celebrities? Man, but before you do that, you, you keep saying you. So either you don't watch. I do. I do. Okay, so. The, but the women who call into my show, do you think they are a representative sampling of what the dating market is in this country? Yes, I believe it, it is. Then these are the real women. If it's a representative sampling. That doesn't mean that because it's a representative sampling that it's the real women. It's just like well, what does it mean? If it's representative, what is it well, if it's representative, what does it mean? What does representative mean? Sometimes I get the feeling that some women aren't on the same <clears throat> level as the man they're speaking to. It means a lot of people think the same, but they don't represent me. I don't, I don't okay, know. let's let's start right here. Let's start right here. This is one of these logical fallacies that women pull today. It's because you don't represent me or because you don't talk to each and every individual. It's not valid. Are generalizations valid? Excuse me. Are generalizations valid for con for a conversation? 
Okay, if it, if it applies. So in order for it to apply, does it need to be, it needs to be 50.1% or more one way than the other? True or false? True. Okay, so what you're seeing are generalizations that you may not apply to you, but it is valid. Just because you may be in the 1% or the 2% over here, we're talking about the greater percentage of people. And my thing is why I don't understand why women around your age are still trying to split the hair. Does it matter if it doesn't represent you? What I think if I I think you should probably look at it and say, you know what? Why am I why is this on? Why is this happening every night? And I seem to be over here. What's the disconnect? What is that? Hopefully it's um, just people in general um, just not give us listening to everyone's following what everyone else is doing and not being true or genuine to themselves. So, of course, if one woman says, okay. What the hell did she just say? What does that mean? Also, she used the word general. People are being too general in the definition or the idea of generalizing that he was trying to make. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there at this point. I mean, this type of person, and, and this person is high in stature and popularity, then everyone wants to be, wants to want what that person wants. But everyone, one thing does not fit for everyone. Ma'am, what, what, where can you go where one thing fits for everyone? No, 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 no. I want to know where you can go to where one thing fits for everyone because that makes no sense to me. It never does when say one thing doesn't fit for everyone. Where do you go where one stop shop is for everybody? Where is that? Where does that exist in life? Well, you just said over 50%. Ma'am, that's not what I know. Over 50% is not one for everyone. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that I'm trying to. See, and the thing is, okay, here's why I find frustrating with women in our generation. It's, it's <laughs> You're too difficult. We don't have much life left. And it's like, um, are you married? I was. So you're not uh, married now. So the short answer is no. See, women, you play fucking games too much. He asked, are you married? She said, I was. So you mean no then? Regardless, you mean no. But games, uh, kind of, one day, maybe, you guess. No, give me an answer, a straight one, a direct one. Maybe. Okay. Um, are you, do you want to live the rest of your life by yourself? No. So what's the plan to get with somebody? Crazy because there's there's not relationships, there's other stuff going on. Yeah. Wake up, ladies. Yeah, what happened to the relationship? Remember before, like with a real relationship, you know? Remember the guy that wasn't good enough, all the guys that you sidelined and put them in the friend zone? What what happened to all the rela oh the relationships are gone, ladies. The relationships were just here and 
they've gone away. The marriages, the proposals, the weddings, it's all, it's all going away. It's slipping right through your fingers, which are getting fatter for some reason. But that, you know, do what you do. It's, it is. Hopefully. Hope. Hope is not a plan. I don't know. I just go with the flow and see what happens. Hmm, that's, that's, a good, that's a good way to die alone. Yeah. That's a good way to die alone. And see, the thing is, you're going with the flow, but your flow seems to be you are in a bubble. And, you, and what you've described is people are just followers and they're sheep. So what... Yeah. NPC says it right here, guys. Nobody else has caught on to it, but marriage is modern-day prostitution, and the government is the pimp. And if you don't treat his lady right, he's going to make sure that money comes out of your account to go to his lady. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Modern-day, you got to pay. And if you don't want to pay, she's going to daddy government who's going to make sure that you pay. Tell me that's not modern-day prostitution. It's just we don't have, you know, Bishop Don Juan out here. We have Uncle Sam. You got to pay. Sign this paperwork. You're going to pay. You're, you're checking out hoe number 104304 from my inventory of hoes. If you don't treat her right, if things don't go right, if y'all have a child, if you, you're going to pay. If you buy a house, if your life goes great, you're going to pay tax on that, i.e. I'm going to make money, you're going to pay. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. Let's get back into the show. I think that's a very, very arrogant thing for someone to say, especially someone who ain't been out here. Radical rafter, I love you, brother. John, what about love? Boys. <laughs> and, but I let you say it because I talked about humility. But you're not because you're talking about something you're not. You just how long have you been? How long have you been out here? Five years, but you've been but you were in a relationship since 16. So, ma'am, arguably you've been in a bubble. You don't know. And if the world and, if, and to you, this sounds like, well, this is this. And I lived in New York, dear. Uh, got news for you. You're the one that's the odd duck. Right. So understand, maybe, just maybe. Well, that's okay. But the reality, but that, how's that going to work in this world unless you. No, nobody want that. Nobody wants that. So if you're an old school romantic, did your husband pass? Did your husband pass? Did your husband pass? Look, people want old school romantics, but the problem is they want to meet them when they're young and build a life with them. They don't want to find a used old school romantic. Every man would love to have an old school romantic, a traditional woman, have the house and the kids and the everything else and everything goes perfectly as planned in a traditional old school marriage. But the problem is, Nobody wants to do that with a woman that's already had that part of her life and pissed it away. She's already proven not to be worthy of it, or at very least not to be grateful for it and have cashed it aside or threw it aside or whatever. And now she wants to try it again and try it again and try it again. But you could try that with a younger girl. 
and get what you want out of the deal also. Good luck with that. Old school romantic, out of touch. That's fine. I mean, hey, because I think it's interesting that I was saying this the other night, and I was saying the reason I don't date women my age, uh, you're too difficult. Women, and that's uh, and that is is it is more than generally true. She already is going to disagree with him. Let's. I'm gonna rewind it just a hair, but watch. He just told her, and she's going to disagree. And to you, this sounds like, well, this is, this. Is, and I lived in New York, dear. Uh, got news for you. You're the one that's the odd duck. Yes, I am. Right. So understand, maybe, just maybe. Well, that's okay, but the reality, but that, how's that going to work in this world unless you find, so if you're an old school romantic, did your husband pass? Did your husband pass? Did your husband pass? Good luck with that. Old school romantic, out of touch. That's fine. I mean, hey, because I think it's interesting that I was saying this the other night, and I was saying the reason I don't date women my age, uh, you're too difficult. Women, and that's uh, and that is it is more than generally true. I said, your age, man, I didn't say you. See, here's the thing, ma'am. There's a generalization and there's you. If it's not you, let it go. I said, your age. And the reason my, men my age don't tend to date women our age is because women our age tend to be difficult. And, what we, and go with the flow is what we really want. And yes. I think it's funny because if you go back on, on the show I did Friday night, I talked to a woman that was 52 and a woman is 42. And you look in the comment section and you will listen to how exhausting it was to talk to them. Then I had a woman call in that was 23 and 24 and they were both like, thank you, uh, listening to you, now I'm on a better track because I don't want to be that. Young women are seeing the outcomes women today over 40 have and they are rejecting them. They don't want it. So if that's not you, cool. But that's, and if you're gonna be dating, you need to know what the dating market is because if you wanna date age appropriate, it may be difficult to find a Generation X man to date because of the market. This is why I'm starting to see, we start, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's a trend, especially with women of a higher socioeconomic status in their 40s, they're tending to start dating young men. Have you noticed that? And why is it? Because they cannot date men on the same socioeconomic status in the same age range. So they got a date down. So anyway, okay, good conversation. I hope it works out for you. I certainly do. Uh, you know, everybody. I think it's interesting that we are just, so many people today just seem to, I don't know, women are just like resistant to, It's they're all special snowflakes. That's another thing I wanna talk about. Me, 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 the me, me generation. 
One of the things that is so frustrating with women today, men are so frustrated with the fact that you're all special. No one can say anything. It always depends. There's no box. Women don't want to be categorized. In any way, you're not allowed to give them any help, ideas, thoughts. Hey, you did this wrong. You could do this differently. This would be more effective or more efficient or save us money. Nope. I'm, you can't speak for all. one of the biggest things I hear from my female critics and attractors is you lump all women into this or that. I got news for you. You are all this or that. You fit in a box somewhere. And it is time out for women over 40 in particular to stop thinking you're all special snowflakes. You are more alike than you are different. But I want you to go back to the show I did on Friday and show that's what I, that, that was what was happening. And why do women want why do women, I think, want to do that? It's because if they can do that, they can actually ask for. Higher price, they can ask for more. I mean, it's it's. It's wise. Hello. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi, uh, Karma. You didn't say hello. Hello. How How old are you? Eighteen. Okay, a little bit too young for this one. Uh, hi. How are you? I am well. Um, so we're talking about um, self-love and modern women. But what did you have? You guys watched the broadcast from the beginning. All right. Did you have a question or anything that you wanted to ask? Because I I did something on YouTube first. Uh, is there something you wanted to ask? Uh, uh, Okay. Um, okay, let me bring some other folks in because oh. go ahead. Do no. what? Well, you don't have a question. Get what kind of get what kind of guys? Like get what kind of guys we're talking about? Okay, so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to narrow it down to have a better conversation. What kind of men are we talking about? Do either one of you have kids? Yeah, I have a 
You do? Both of you have kids? No, I don't. So, to the woman without children, what kind of man are you talking about? Hmm. Guys, I got to tell you, the only thing worse than talking to one woman is talking to two of them at the same time. This is, you know, it's a difficult conversation. Let's see what this lady's talking about here and see if this is anything worthwhile. Oh, bring, okay, that was the other one. All right. So there's, there, so the way men listen, the way, the way men hear that, hold on, hold on, hold on. The way men hear that, is it was a waste of time. Okay. Oh, it, it's still. <laughs> Guys, they're never going to get it. It's amazing, but they're just never going to get it. I don't think it's anything we men can do that would be different or would help in any kind of way. It's just women in general. Bless their hearts. Ladies, good luck to you. We're coming up on three hours on this live stream. This is the third live stream of the day. Derp Derpington, good to see you. Radical Rafter, good to see you as well. And everyone else, of course, guys. <clears throat> Let's wrap this bad boy up for you so we can get on with our beautiful days, guys. I should be back this evening, all things going according to plan. Here's some Corpse Lord. Have a great day. Feel like lightning when you lie to me Can't trust a soul, I'm dealing silently, silently We fall out like leaves on autumn trees Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be I don't wanna focus on the problems I swear that I'm over, moving, trashing, living toxic I'ma be the only one to finish when it started The living legend, see it to your brain, I come and die to Hollow with a penis, I think it's gonna watch How it's starting, I'm reaching on my face And though it's sharp as my wallet Kissing on my neck, I got it lost in my conscience Sipping on the wish you wanna go for an island
I could be what I ought to be.